Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode number 834, perhaps, of Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly pro wrestling podcast in the history of the universe. I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe Negron, Hello. along with me. Everything is snappy and smooth and running perfectly with no noise, thanks to our new show computer is an is a new iMac and it is the quietest fastest beast I've ever used nickname orange Mackety. aren't well you named it um <laughs> but I guess we'll go with that um but yeah thanks to the um smart wrestling fan family um for helping us get this delightful delicious orange computer it is really hot off the press too. I mean, it really is. Literally, no, it wasn't warm when you got it, right? No, it was very cold. Okay, so it wasn't hot off the press. No, but it is. Wow, this is better than I thought. So, and then I went. Of course, I used this uh, for a few days this weekend and this past weekend, and then I went back and used the old laptop. And my God. <laughs> that's what that's always a mistake to go back and then use the old computer so that's like i had a bunch of old iphones and i was trying to figure out what to do with them so i kind of screwed around with them made them into baby monitors and then placed them around my house for wow. security and using just just poking at them with my fingers made me angry yep everything I used works to love these phones and they're right and it's they're they seem like fine their phones are just like people you, they, you know you you Fade away from them, then you go back to them, poke them with your finger, and you're like, I, I can't stand it. Why them. wouldn't you? What did I ever see in this phone person? Yeah, they seem fine until you try, and then it's it's like, why? Why? They, they, they're they like slugs. They're like turtles dipped in molasses. So, um, But I'm, I'm very I'm happy right now. Slug. Yes. But I can hear myself. I can hear you. The it's internet thing, speeds right? faster. I guess. I don't know. I suppose, yeah. It's good. We had we watched wrestling this week. There was a lot of it, and yes, there was. I, for once, was not com- grossed out, and I didn't feel like my time was wasted. This might be the most decently complete week of wrestling. For, I think so. Since, should I say years? This, you could say I mean, since before all of them you, lining up decently. To be fair, you could say before the pandemic, maybe. I, I agree. Maybe. Yeah. I, I am not angry today in any way, no. shape, or form. I mean, little ways, of course. I mean, because, you know. Well, yeah, but. Um, life is life, and it doesn't make you angry. You can hear all the sounds of the tasty beverage and this, this setup. It's pretty good. <laughs> really good. So, welcome to the program. We're going to talk about all the weekend wrestling pay per view, of course, uh, AEW Double or Nothing, Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, all that stuff. Um, we'll have all that for you and more with the news, the ratings, all that crap. Um, but, uh, look at this. It's a new era of the show. I like it. The orange era. It's not the switchblade era. It's the, the orange era. <sighs> new Japan's on right now as we speak. Because it's the middle of the night. We're doing the show. Uh, after all. And, um... I'm not watching it because I'm behind again, but that's okay. Um, so uh, I'll catch up soon, I hope. 
because I want to watch Dominion live. Uh, but anyway, Dominion. so if you Dominion, if you want to uh, help out the show, that would be nice um, because we still have the um, we still want to bring this show to you every week, and every week it's free, but we won't be able to bring it to you timely. And no, watch wait, 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 Joe, you always say that it's millions not, of hours it's free to of them. It, oh, it's free to them. Bills. For us, it's we spend yes. all these hours of our time. It costs us. It costs us our lives, <laughs> but it's free to them. So here's the, what you could do to repay us if you like, if you want to, go to smartwrestlingfan.com or go to um, even easier, even better, I should say, Patreon.com/smartwrestlingfan, and you. I'm realizing why this is so good. It's because there's no lag between when I use the, the, nobody wants to hear about this, you know, the, the behind the scenes or whatever. I mean, some people do actually. Um, okay. But, you're kind of a test marketer for this new Mac. So I, I bet. Yeah. People so. There's no, there's, there was always that millisecond of lag between me talking into the microphone, it going through, getting audio hijacked and all that stuff, and then coming back out in my headphones. And so you could hear it too. Mm-hmm. It's instantaneous now. Wow. That really makes a difference. Don't they make anything faster than instantaneous? Well, yeah, time travel. Why didn't they call microwaves instantaneous? They should have. A waves. Instantaneous waves? Yes. But patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan is the place you want to go to. And uh, you can become a patron of the show. You pledge an amount of money that you want to pay. Um, for just just five dollars a month, you can get Smart Wrestling Fan Extra and all its benefits and all that stuff. So, get tons and tons of podcasts, episodes from what we do, plus the other podcasts we do. So it's it's you. It would take you months to listen to it all, months of days upon days upon days upon days upon weeks, months. So, um, yeah, and it's it's probably even more important now that we're coming out of a pandemic because you think you're excited to get back. Yeah. After a week, you're going to want to put on headphones. Yeah, already. You want to be like, forget you it. You forgot what people are like. Yeah, they're awful. Um, except You'll you, quick listener, and us, of course. Cause... But uh, seriously, though, uh, do that, and then um, we thank you for your support. And I think that's all I'm going to say. I really want to get into the news so we can start talking about wrestling. There's, there's, This is one week I actually do want to talk about it. So It's true. Yeah. Let's first start with this delightful news, and we'll start with the ratings. Oh boy, oh boy! Mon- yeah. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.6 million viewers. It was the fourth lowest rating in the history of Raw. Congratulations to the main event with Natalia, Tamina, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler with Reginald and. Um, a finish, a main event that was never announced, by the way. They talked about that match all <laughs> night long, and then they just went, oh yeah, by the way, that match, yeah, that's our main event. And then they we ran the other match, way. And the show's almost over. Yeah. Therefore. Yeah. I feel like we were tricked in some way. Tricked by Have I been bamboozled? Survey says yes. Oh, okay. So that's that. Um, 1.6 million, not so good. Um, SmackDown Live on Fox. Oh, one of their lowest ratings, if not their lowest rating of all time. 1.7 million viewers. Yuck. 
that is without a doubt the lowest on Fox, right? Uh, I wouldn't say without a doubt. I don't I have didn't, much of a doubt. I, I'm pretty doubt. sure that that's, yeah. It's either, it's up there in the top three or it is the lowest. I didn't actually look at the numbers on that when I looked at the numbers for Raw, but, um, that's, wow, remember when SmackDown was getting over three million? It hasn't been on Fox that long. It hasn't been like five years or anything. It's no. been two, one and a half. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how things work. Wow. You I, if I was a Fox executive, which would be weird. Yeah. How do you put a, a suit over that tail? But it is if I was weird. a Fox executive. I would be like, what's this 1.7 you're talking about? Remember Alicia Fox? Yeah, I do. I kind of have mixed emotions about her. I know. I do too. She left drunk. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> she may have came in. <laughs> yeah. So there, that's exactly, that's the, how I, that's why I like her. But again, yeah. Um, NXT had 698,000 viewers and I guess that's good, but AW's number is not in, um, because they had their show on a Friday night. So yeah, it's only Monday now. Well, going into Tuesday now, cause we're in the middle of the night, but, um, so we don't know what the number is. I know it's over half a million, but I couldn't tell you what the number actually is. You could tell me. I've never, I've never ever, you know. You're not going to tell anyone? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. You've never betrayed the trust? What did Jericho say? Not confidence. It's in my notes. Um, He said confidence. No, I don't know okay. what he said. It's in my notes. Okay. Well, he said constituents. Bless you. Huh. So what else? <laughs> So is their only news is, is ratings? No. No, I have lots of news. Do you want the news? I want the news. Okay. Um, and hopefully next week we'll have the, the official number for the Friday night AW. And oh, don't forget. I didn't put this in the news, but don't forget AW is on Friday again. So it's two Fridays you know, in a row. Usually I poo-poo the numbers. That yeah. You give, but I'm actually interested in the Friday night numbers because AEW seems like a show where people will follow. I think so too. Wednesday, you watched on Friday, but the DVR number doesn't go into consideration. And I think when, if you're not watching it on your normal time slot, I think you just be more likely to let it record and then watch it later, especially if it's on late at night, which it was. Hmm. I'm excited. I I think it's going to be a lot closer to a normal number than number than you think. Okay, I think it will be below six hundred thousand. It's a lot of people. Not much, but still. I mean, it's still good. It's not not great, but <clears throat> you know, once people excuse me start getting used to the fact that it's going to be on Fridays, whatever. What's going to happen when Rampage is out? And then I'll Dynamite's play, preempted. I'll use all my quarters, all the <laughs> yes. coins. To play but what? Rampage. Seriously, if Rampage is is on Fridays, and then Dynamite's preempted, is it going to be on like a Thursday? Huh. I don't know. Well, well, well moving. I hope that what part of the move is never to have to preempt it. Yeah. Well. For the sporting things. Yeah, but the move is until next year. Yeah. But, well, okay. I thought you were saying after the move. No, I'm saying Rampage comes out in August, and it's going to take that ten o'clock time slot. Yeah. What I'm trying to say. Oh my God. Let's not do a show. Oh, like, is. Be a late show? Is Fox going to 
call for... Now, listen, people pooped on this the second I started talking about it. Remember when I, like years ago, when I said, if they go to Fox, three-hour SmackDown, it's going to suck. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the the problem was the local news. It was the, the news, the Fox News. You can't... You you couldn't do a three hour SmackDown because of the news. Thank God for that news. It's impossible. Except Fox has other channels, like FS1. Like Sports Fox, you mean? Yeah. It's called Fox Sports. Sports Fox, I call it. Yeah, but the point is, if Foxy if you Fox, had listen, hours. if you really wanted to to punch AW in the crotch and your Vince. Wouldn't you say, let's make SmackDown three hours long, but you have to watch the third hour on a different channel? No, I wouldn't do that. Because no one would do it, right? Yes. And they would find out real quick that no one wants to do that. No. I <laughs> Like right away. Real quick, how many people are having SmackDown on accidentally in the background? Right. And their, then, right. Yeah. So they'll say like, SmackDown got 1.8 million viewers for the first two hours, the third hour had 700,000 views. That's what would happen. Would they call it SmackDown Plus? SmackDown Plus. They would. Subscribe now. Oh, God. They'd call it SmackDown More. (laughs) No, that's... Hey, uh, honestly, how long after Rampage becomes a show until when someone says Rampage, I think of of a wrestling show instead of the video game. Will it ever happen? Hmm. No, no, probably not. Because they tried to make Rampage Jackson a thing, and it didn't take. I still think video games. Not, I know, not a I know bad do. That's wrestler. True. That's true. Um, okay, news. Here we go. Oh my God! So, right after we did the show last week, WWE has come to terms on the release of Adnan Verk. So they got rid of the Raw commentator right after we did the show, <sighs> which not really a shock, right? No, because no. you can you can pretend to like football head. I don't even think anyone could pretend to like Adnan. Hey, uh, tell me about the tell me about the was it, how wild was it the Kofi Mania back in the day? You mean two years ago? Yeah, can you talk about that? Uh, hey, how much does that guy weigh? And oh my God, football head this week asks how much does that guy weigh? No. Yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, Adnan's gone. It is. N- it was no no surprise. I don't think it, to anyone, but not to, to me at all. I gave him the Adam Lee timeline, so I knew this was about the right time. So, what were they gonna do? We asked. Larry said, "Just move Liar Tom to Raw." I said, "Not I no." I said, "No effing way." Um, <laughs> you just didn't want it. I didn't want it, and I refused. I said, no, that's not going to work. Sure they not. do not want it. If they wanted him there, we would have never gotten Adnan Verk. So they obviously don't want him there. What you did they the do? biggest problem with Adnan Verk is it's a great wrestler name, not yes. an announcer name. Yes. So two Way seconds. than Colonel Mustard or whatever. That's true. Name? So two seconds later. Apollo. Yes. They hire a new guy to replace Adnan. Yes, it is former UFC and Bellator commentator Jimmy Smith. So, Jimmy Schmitz? Jimmy, switch Jimmy Smiths, in fact. That version. Look at that. 
They hired Switch himself. No, Jimmy Smith, um, and we're going to talk about him because he was on Raw tonight already. See, now that that's an announcer name, Jimmy Smith. Yeah, or Jimmy Smith. Stand out. Yeah, Adnan Ver chokes slam people and has like a thumb. That's that true. Jimmy Smith forehead. is in the background with Michael Cole. You're right. Yeah, he should, and he should stay in the background. He should stay in the background with Josh Matthews. He should stay in the background. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We say that we say that, but my favorite commentator right now is named Excalibur. I know. So. And he wears a mask for absolutely no reason. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I think it's to hide his face. I think it is. I think it's coins. I don't face. think you know how masks work. I guess I don't. I really don't. Um so Jimmy Smith, <laughs> and we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna talk about him until Raw, so people have to wait. Stay tuned. Okay. Jimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Smiths. <laughs> Dominican Schmitz. Jimmy Schmitz. Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Bubba Booey. Fafa Fooey. Okay, so then to my delight, the next day, and listen. I know. That's I don't want listen. I don't want anybody to lose their job. But I hear you. I also don't want to listen to certain people. <laughs> Talk ever. Okay. I, I say at my work, even people I don't like, I don't want anybody to lose their job. No. People have kids and we're working, but he's got money, so I'm okay with it. That's fine. And, and listen, no, I seriously. Money, you can lose your job. I didn't. I don't want this guy to lose his job, but he did. And I'm sorry, but WWE fired Tom Phillips. And it, it listen, we've had Tom is not the worst person in the world. There are plenty of worse people than him. Yeah, well, but there was well, quite they say a. De- Hitler's still alive. That's, no, stop. He's not that bad. But he was involved in that whole thing where he was cheating on his wife with those texts, and they came out, and he came came across as the most gross human being ever. Whatever. That's that's not why we dislike him on the show. Why we dislike him on the show is because, as I said before, he is a possibly pathological liar at least a casual liar right yeah so and what i said was he's the type of guy that if you're standing there and you're drinking your delicious cup of hot cocoa or whatever well in this his case coffee um you're drinking your coffee and he's he's just standing there with nothing in his hand and you go hey tom how's that coffee as you're drinking yours Here's the way he tries to fit in and weasel his way into every situation. He would go, oh, it's good. And he might even take a sip out of an imaginary cup. That is the type of person he is. I don't appreciate that, but I also don't want him fired. But WWE didn't need him anymore, so I'm sure oh, he'll... come on. He's, he got a really big paycheck. We got, I know that. You, he was lead commentator on Raw for a long time. Paychecks. I know. He's not going hungry. I don't want someone fired who's going hungry. If you if Bill Gates gets fired, I really don't care. I know. If he gets a divorce and loses half his money, I don't I am not crying. I know. But anyway, he was he was not our favorite. He would no. constantly steal things from other commentators. He would Okay, but he never got better. That's another thing you're not saying. I know, but some people thought he was perfectly adequate. But he never got better. He at, was the at same stealing guy he was and lying? No. Was no. He was a... So. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
there's a big rumor, and I think Meltz uh, was reporting on this first. The Meltz. the Meltz was reporting on this first that um, WWE and New Japan are in talks to do an ex- exclusivity deal, where if it would be signed, if it would happen, then New Japan wrestlers would not be able to work with anyone else other than WWE, and that's that's terrifying to me. Yeah, we're having such a renaissance. We're having a renaissance where companies are just colliding, and you know, together. we have we have um, AW to New Japan to Impact to CMLL, and everybody's getting along just fine. Global wrestling. I'm sorry, AAA, not CMLL, but no, it New Japan CMLL. But the point is, there's this weird, like companies that wouldn't work together before are technically tied together. Is my point, I guess. Um, so you have that. And then you have WWE who says, nope, nope, nope. And they want to take it away and just make it theirs. And of course, what that could mean is terrifying. Um, it could mean WWE sends a wrestler over there. And they send a wrestler over here. And the wrestlers they, they send over here is their best guy. And WWE treats them like crap. And we we went through this. If you are old enough, which I am, remember WCW had a working relationship with New Japan, and we got like Jushin Thunder Liger, and we gave them what like Buff Bagwell, and we got guy. awesome guys, and they got our trash basically. They did. They got the trash NWO. Whoever was right. Was, was Whoever was on just called Jobber NWO that group. Yeah, that group of Jobber NWO that used to be only on Saturday Scott nights. Scott Norton. They would go over there. Uh, so it'd be Hogan's like, nephew. What was his name? Uh, Hugo Hogan. <laughs> yes, Hugo Hogan. Horace Hogan. Horace Hogan. <laughs> yeah, they would oh, get all Hugo the garbage. Hogan. If he would have been Hugo Hogan and been some kind of British private investigator, I would have been so into that character. Because he would have been called Hug Hogan. Is that what you're saying? He goes, elementary, brother. Oh. Now I just think that that whole thing's tainted now because of racism. So I can't. Oh, so anyway, the point is. We never knew all those years he was using the word brother sarcastically. Yes, I know. So bad. We didn't know. Um, but the New Japan talks, excuse me, <clears throat> are already. That's just it. I mean, if you look every few years slash decades or whatever, I mean, there's talks all the time between WWE and New Japan before about uh, NXT. If you remember, there was going to be NXT Japan before the pandemic and WWE was in talks with Pro Wrestling Noah, New Japan, other places. They wanted to make a deal and say, hey, we can do this farm league thing and then you could we could trade wrestlers back. This would be really fun, lucrative yeah, deal okay. for you. WWE is that kid next door wants to trade Pokemon cards. Oh, I know. He's screwing you over. Yeah, yeah. He wants your Charizard, and he's going to give you a Bamp off. Whatever. What is that fuzzy little? Gopher <laughs> he's going to give you Bamp off. Who's that? Remember the fuzzy little gopher thing. Yes, he's going to give you three Bamp offs. <laughs> What's his name? Yes, like like there's not a Pokemon called that. I think by now there is a Pokemon called any. I could sneeze and and say a new Pokemon's what? name. But what did you actually say? Bamp. I don't know. It's the little fuzzy thing. It looks like a hot dog with legs. Bamfoff is fur. my favorite Pokemon, and I have a T-shirt of him right now. I'm wearing it. You do not. Don't make fun of my. This coffee is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Bamfoff. But anyway, the point is, yes, 
don't trade your good Pokemon for Bamfoff, but that's what would <laughs> or happen. Scott Norton. Yes. That's what would happen. No, the problem is they'd give you their Charizard and then you'd bend him up and put him in the mud and put bite marks on him. That's what you do to Okada or whoever. That's true. That's true. You take a Charizard. Uh, Nakamura is, was a Charizard. He really was. He was. He was like a shiny Charizard. It was great. Yes. I don't know if there's any other kind, but yes. Oh, are all Charizards shiny? He's legendary, isn't he? Always shiny. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows I don't mean in the game, but in the cards. Ones. Yeah. I remember when there was. Wait, wait. Let me get it. Two hundred and thirty-two <clears throat> original. No, it's one fifty-one. But anyway, one hundred fifty. One hundred fifty Pokemon. No, 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 no. Catch ooh, them all ooh, right I've now. Got, I've got Pokemon catch them all. Even not, catch I've the got, one that's a cow. I've got a. I've got Pokemon knowledge. Because there was, you count unknown, and there's an extra one, that right? That doesn't count. Wrong. No. Okay, sorry. I thought I had some cool knowledge mm. there. He, the, he broke I your game, almost. Uh, I don't think so. Mm. I'm not sure about that. Oh, I tried to be pokey smart. I enjoy podcasting more on this new computer. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Yeah. So, yeah, but the point is, it's just, New Japan thing is just talk. You know, I don't tomorrow they could announce a deal and it's official and then we're all going to go, ah, crap. I don't see how it benefits New Japan whatsoever. Uh, oh, it would because it would be a giant cash infusion. Oh, you oh, so, so it's just the money. It's a profit deal. Well, I'm saying yes, because they, they are struggling because of the still because of the pandemic. You realize how bad that outbreak in New Japan was. Do you realize how like, what thirty percent of people, twenty percent of people vaccinated? Are you kidding? Slow moving. There. Are you kidding, Larry? No, I wish it was slow. that high. It's less than ten percent right now. No way. Yes, really? it is. That's how they get you. Yes, See, that the is thing. how they get you. This is what is bothering me about the pandemic now. Is like I was at a bar the other night and was oh COVID's over COVID. I'm like, do you realize how bad it is and. Peru, yes. and India, and yes. all these places, and all and all those COVID germs are like, hey, let's 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 put on a new mask and become a new wrestler. That's the thing, and they're all doing that right now. We're finding these new strains, not us, but we're finding these new strains, and it's like, ah, yeah, it's over. Let's have a party, and then the zombie bites you in the shoulder, and you're dead. Yeah, it's like they're all putting on new. They're getting new characters. They're getting a whole new designs, a mask. Yep. New, then they're going to show up and be like. I'm COVID two electric. <laughs> well, like, it would be yeah, COVID it's twenty. Not like, electric it's not like airplanes aren't coming something. in here from India every day. Or I mean, twenty one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It takes a village, but or the opposite. It right takes now. Resident Evil Village, and that those guys will bite you. Re- like they will chew your fingers off. It is violent. It is very violent. They hate my hands in that game. Chew them right off. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I, as I keep saying, it's just talk right now. And right now it's nothing. And Tony Khan even made a video about it and mocked um, Nick Khan of WWE for dealing with New Japan. He's like, oh, you're dealing with New Japan, huh? That's interesting. How long? For two months now? Oh, that's funny because I have the IW 
GP United States champion on my show. And we just had a bunch of New Japan wrestlers on my show. But but okay. And Impact had just a bunch of New Japan guys on their show. But if you say so. But that all could change. Money could change that. And then tomorrow they could WWE could be with New Japan. And that's... A, now listen. There was a time when that would be super exciting. During the height of the Bullet Club. Um, no, that would be really imagine them all coming over and invading and doing this that'd be really neat except I don't think that's what this is at all and plus I don't trust WWE anymore so let's think about let's think about everyone from the Bullet Club who's went to WWE and how they turned out let's see the Good Brothers uh, uh, AJ's now tag champion AJ did okay. AJ's the one uh, that turned out the best Finn Balor Finn Balor yeah, that there. That's all you need to know. You just said Got it. A title and oh, Adam Cole, baby, he's great, but he's stuck in NXT for life, or hiding there to avoid the yeah. embarrassment of what they would do to him. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, AJ made it out the best, I think, of everybody. So, well, it's hard. You you almost can't poop on AJ just because of his resume. You can't because he's he did everything. You, what can you say? There was a time on this very show over a decade ago where we thought it would be impossible for AJ Styles to be in WWE. And since then, he's come to WWE, won every title you could win, pretty much. Yeah, and but it would be it's like crazy. Omega going there where you can't, you can't bring him in as some joke character because everyone knows he's already done everything and he's super good. And right. So, yes, he's too good. Exception. But if you remember when WWE wouldn't bring anyone in without making them a joke character or, or, make, or at least changing their name, um, we used to joke on this very show that they would have to bring in AJ Styles as the third ha- missing Hardy brother. <laughs> if you remember, that's what we said. We have to be AJ Hardy, but they never had to do that. So No, they could have put polka dots on him and... Made him dance. I thought you were going to say they could have put Pokemon with him. <sighs> yep. Uh, and the finally... Oh, no, not finally. Oh, my God. There's two more news here. <sighs> oh, my God. Speaking of racism, um, AW had to fire Spanish commentator Willie Urbina um, for mocking... <laughs> because of his name? Because of his name. Um, well, now you're just as bad wow. as him. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, for mocking Sheeta's accent. Wow, is this like a trend in wrestling? It is. We're gonna get into this later. It sure is, um, because, and I had I had heard the story, and then I had never actually like I thought, oh, I wonder if I could find the clip. And yes, it's all over the place. Um, you can find the clip. Um, it's I guess people heard it on the fight TV version where when they go down for a commercial, they're not really, you know, they're not off the air. Really. They're still on there and you can, here's the thing. He gets fired from mocking the accent, but here's what I don't like. There's a four person booth going on. It sounds like you can hear, you can hear Willie. You can hear the other Alex, um, not Marvez. Um, the other Alex, that's Pentagon, he's doing the great Kali gimmick. The great Kali says with Pentagon. Penta says, and then he translates for him. So it was him, Dasha, and Thunder Rosa were all on commentary. 
and you can hear in the clip Alex egging him on saying, okay, do Sheeta, do Sheeta. Like he hasn't, Aww. like he's heard the accent before or heard the, the impression. And then Urbina does, does it. And I'm not going to even attempt it because it's very bad and stereotypical and racist. And then he does the, the mocking of Sheeta. But here's the problem. Even though Dasha and Thunder Rosa are saying, okay, stop. Oh, knock it off or whatever. They're cracking up. So they're all in on it, this whole team. Well, okay, in a little defense, you can laugh at something that's horrible. No, I know, and that's and just tell, a reaction. And you can't stop. control your reaction. And that might yeah. even be a nervous now, laugh or whatever. Is, is dumb. You don't say, hey, do yeah. some racist accent because it's funny. But this was, a, this was a four-person uh, botched job here, and one of the guys got fired. But then... Like, right after he does it, Jake the Snake decides to do almost oh. the same thing, and we'll talk about that on Dynamite, and yet he still has a job, so I don't understand what's going on here. Now, Willie is speaks Spanish, correct? Correct. So he's a Spanish speaker making fun of a Japanese accent, and I speak English. This is like some weird <laughs> Google Translate. Thing it is. I would like. It's real weird. Like, the most interesting thing in the world is me, but the second most oh interesting God. thing is when you go to different countries and you ask them what a, a rooster does, and every country has yes, a they have a different noise for it. Yeah, it's so cool. That's you're like, is it is it language or do our ears not work the same? Yes, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I might have to look that up just for the whole weird Google Translate type thing. Yes. Uh, finally, and, in the and, news, and Sheeta, yeah. really, do we want to make fun of Sheeta? No, I can't think of anybody I want to make fun of less. Yep, exactly. Sheeta, right now. Yeah, what are they doing? But anyway, they just thought it was for funds, but it's not really funny. Um, it's not funny you or know, fun. And, and listen, yeah. When, whenever something racist happens like that, and people, and which I'm sure they'll try to claim, I'm good people. I'm just doing this. Unless the person is standing there laughing with you and you're you're like best friends since fifth yeah. grade, it doesn't work. You can't you can't claim, no. oh, but I'm but I'm, you know, this nice guy and they're my friend. They better be standing next to you laughing and you're yes. maybe married to them. I don't know. But the fact but the fact that they did it on break and thought no one was listening made it even the worst. Exactly. So. See, exactly. Yeah. Uh finally in the news, I'm gonna Ask you first to see if you got it, and if you didn't, then I'll announce it. Did you write down on your SmackDown notes about SummerSlam? No, because you know I always am very tuned out about Thanks. that stuff. Okay, well, I'll <laughs> tell you. This is the thing about doing a show for so long together. Yeah, I already knew okay, he didn't Larry's do Larry's going to breeze past this. Yes. Well, it was important, Larry, because they announced that SummerSlam is August 21st. It's going to be held in winter. I did. No, I got there holding no. it. It's Winter Slam now. August 21st, Larry. Why is that weird? I took a guess. Uh, because that's the birthday of uh, Marion Chase, the first really woman ever. Bad guess. To go to the moon. I'm nope. It's a Saturday. SummerSlam's on a Saturday, everybody. That okay. Joe, listen, off air, Joe and I for a month have tried to figure out how they're going to pull off a big SummerSlam. It's gotta yep. have some big huge surprise. The surprise is it's a day early. The surprise is it's a day we early. We've talked for a month, haven't we? About <clears throat> yeah. how do you make something huge at SummerSlam? Yeah. 
Are you ready for the details? The details that they're they're discussing over there. The kids call them the deets, but yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll Do you want the deets? I got the deets. Okay. Shh. They're. Oh my god. They're trying to get John Cena to face Roman Reigns and lose to Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. That's the gimmick here. Here's the problem. Yeah. He has like a John Cena Halloween mask because I don't know who this man is anymore. Remember he that? likes trash bags and the Chinese. I don't know. Oh, he, he doesn't. Like I don't think he does not. He loves the Chinese. Oh. Trash bags. <sighs> Ernest. That's probably the best one you got. Okay. So, well, he, sp- he speaks Mandarin. How come everything is coming back to oranges now? Oh, my God. All right. Well, I'm only hoping that they didn't announce the Saturday date because SummerSlam is two days, because then I'll cry. We talked. We talked. They've got to it's do not, something. It's not. It's not. SummerSlam. That's not it. It's. It's. No. There were reasons for this. That was not the reason. So, anyway, that's your. That's your uh, news. Uh, we have no more details on that. Are special, you sure they just didn't say the wrong date? Special guest Cardi. I, special guest Cardi B. Larry. Are, are we making this up? Because now you. She's now. supposed. To, She's well, WWE wants her as the host. Okay, I guess. I mean, so that would get... get an AEP thing, and they're like, We're the AEP, and she's the she's like, I'm the WAP. I don't think that that's the are you trying to say APA? Yeah, oh. <laughs> what I say, APA? you said ape or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Yeah, you said the apes. You, you call you call JBL an ape, so he is. Uh, but pretty darn close. If you put a cowboy hat on, yeah, some, some ape. That's pretty much probably true. And, probably and then true. made him invest in the stock market. Wow. Oh my god, how much? How much would you get in the stock market if there was a stock show with just had a gorilla with a cowboy hat telling you what stocks? Imagine a a Bitcoin type thing with a gorilla with a hat on. Oh, I'm, I, that's it. That's all Bitcoin is now. Whoever can make the best logo, a gorilla in a hat and maybe a suit, but the ties are all screwed up. I'll take that. Okay. I'm buying in. All right. I'm buying low. Selling high. <laughs> what are you buying? Selling high. Oh my God. Okay. So let me, I want to do a, I want to do a spoiler real quick. Okay. Do a spoiler. So if you, if you haven't, if you don't want to get spoiled on the new Resident Evil game, then Tune out now and come back in two minutes. Okay. If there's a gorilla and a cowboy hat. No, I wish. People, no, I wish. But, but, okay. So, you're, you're playing this game and then you find this, this shopkeeper guy who's like, hey, I have all these wares that you can buy. And he's like, here you go. Here they are. And he's like, ah, thanks for, thanks for coming to my shop and stuff. And then all of a sudden he goes, what are you buying? And, no, he does. Yes, he does, and he goes, "Yeah, I had a friend that friend that used to say that." No, he does. Yes, really? he does. It's amazing. Oh, that's great. It's such a great reference to Resident Evil Four. So, okay, spoiler over. Yeah. So we're back. What I now. want is in uh, the next Skyrim. I want you to buy stuff from a merchant, and then after you buy it, I want you to put a bucket on your head and take it all back, and you can't do anything about it. That sounds great. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Larry. I tried that at like uh, Meyer. I went in and checked out and I put a bucket on the top of the cash. Yeah. And I said, 
doesn't work in real life. No. It's like a video game only thing. No. They either kill you or call the police. <laughs> you have to be very careful. Um, so let's <laughs> let's <laughs> it's a shame how that works in real life. Uh let's do SmackDown because the act that's first this week. It's Can, so weird. What yeah. is wrong? Okay, maybe that's what set off the uh, chain of events that that it could have been wound it up being that wrestling wasn't the worst thing in the world this week. So you say that, however, football head was horrendous and yes. raw, raw had nothing to do with the fact that AEW raw being good or bad has nothing to do with the fact that AEW moved. So I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right. Saying we're almost, Timing. I, something different happened. Wrestling felt different this week. Maybe I was in, I told you I was in kind of in the mood for wrestling. I kind of blame that. So yeah, because I watched. What did I watch first? I watched this first, right? Yes. Did I wait and watch it? Yes, I did wait. Yeah. And watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was in the mood for wrestling and drunk, so <laughs> I did like the show. Remember the Fink? It's That's SmackDown. Not oh, we start off, and I think it's a flashback because we see the Usos talking to each other in the way that they always talk, like those <laughs> yes. brothers ever would. But no, this Listen, is supposed to be live, pal. Everybody. Everybody has siblings except those who don't. If you have a brother, you're not. They're so excited to be brothers. I've never been. Yeah, but so that's the tw- that Larry. That's a twin thing. Oh, I'm, I've never been a twin, so maybe that's. Well, they're just they're just constantly know. excited about. Although, if there was somebody that looked exactly like me yeah. and acted like me, I would be so excited to hang out with them. Ah, okay, you solved it. Shut up, Larry. You would marry them. I kind of would. Oh, Paul Heyman introduces Roman to the Usos. That was funny. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And Roman says, okay, what's, what's going on? You in? You in? Are you in? Are you into this? Are you in? He said, what's what's the end game here? Are you in? You in, the, you in to the end game? What's going on? And Usos say, well, we're going to win matches. So that's what we're, that's our goal here. And Roman says, hey, good luck. And then Jimmy leaves. And Roman tells Jay, you're going to need that luck. Mm. And then Jay doesn't say anything. And Roman says, what, your brother talks for you now? And Jay says, listen, I'm I, I, I'm with my brother tonight, but you know I'm with you, Roman. And Roman says, maybe you should tell him. So, listen, I rag on the Usos all the time. But this story but is good. Acting. Yeah, they're fine. They're really good. Yeah. Jay is acting with yeah. face stuff and everything. And I, what a great story. And who thought the Usos could do this? Or Roman and Paul's magic. Yeah. Uh, Miley Cole? Is that like Miley Cyrus? Sure. Michael Cole and Football Head. Ugh. Welcome me. You lost me at Football Head. Well, tonight I decided, well, not tonight because I watched SmackDown a week ago, but um, I decided when I watched SmackDown, I knew Larry's taking the main notes. I'm going to also take full Football Head notes. But also that meant Michael Cole notes too. So, yes, if something was said... I couldn't write down every stupid thing, but if it was said, I wrote it down. Let's find out how smart this guy is. <laughs> uh, the uh, street profits are up first, and football head says it's smoke season. Yeah. Okay. Great. But, okay, first of all, Cole lied and said that the Usos against Street Profits is a tag team championship match. It is not. He did? Yeah. He was probably reading about the tag team championship match that's at the end of the show. I thought maybe he meant caliber, whatever. No, he uh, said it was a championship match. 
So we flipped so we can see our commentators, unfortunately. Uh, football Head has on a cheetah print shirt. Cole references it. And Football Head's hip reference, this is hip. Uh, you want to yeah. you be hip and, and you're some, what's going on today in, in the news. He says, Netflix has already approached him about a Leopard King documentary. I was told it was Jaguar, but SmackDown is awesome tonight. I thought about that one line. That's a, that's a stretch. For, yeah. I, I, I don't understand any of it. First of all, Jaguar. Second of all, um, that's a year-old reference. Third of yeah. all, um, it had nothing to do with SmackDown. Good job. And did did they call him when he between the the show right at that second? That like at that second, they called him, <laughs> and then he he told them, "No, it's impossible." So, uh, then the street. By the way, street profits are smoking. Why do they have beer cups? Shouldn't like bongs drop around them or something? No, because that's that's not okay. Still, uh, okay. So I hear football head talk, then I have to hear the street prophets talk. Oh, hey, look at look at the Usos. They're dumb and and things. They used to be good, but they haven't wrestled, so he does still be good. I don't know. The only good thing is he did the your mom's a cyborg thing. Yeah, but and then are we allowed to make fun of that? No, and then no, because then he ended it with all kinds of what sounded like. Yes. Bad things. And then, why, but why is it a thing in wrestling this week? I don't know. Everybody's doing it. It's awful. And he has to explain Uso crazy. Why would you have Which, to, if I said to you, Uso crazy, why would I have to explain what that meant? <laughs> You're not stupid. If I said that to the dumbest person, they'd understand. But he goes, Uso crazy, Uso crazy, you so crazy. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. See what I did there? He also see what I did there? He also says it's been Montez says it's been a year since Jimmy Uso came back from injury. Did you know that? I signed. <laughs> Is that real? He's he's been back a year. So they Oh. Maybe well, maybe he's been in catering. Oh, okay. It's been okay to go. Uh like I said, they make fun of the hot. How do you pronounce it? Haka. Yeah. Yeah. So that's questionable. <sighs> so the Ustos come out and my notes say, please don't talk because think about it. Football head, street profits. Oh my God. Uso. Oh my God. Oh my God. So Joe, let me ask you because you are the resident expert here. The Usos tell us that you drop bricks on Mario and Luigi's head to get no. coins. No, brick. You drop bricks. Is that some kind of breakout reference? I, I guess not. Even that. No. I, I, I don't know what you drop bricks. I don't. On. I don't know. Is he's crazy? Is there a Home Alone video game? Maybe. Ooh, so crazy. Match, match, match. Finally, Football uh, Head calls him Jimmy Oso twice. Oh, so crazy. That's good. So oh, also Football Head. When they started wrestling, he goes, "This." This is tag team stacked division stacked. There's four tag teams on the show. You run out of combinations of matches in a month. 
That there, is eight people to stack up. There are, uh, this is a, six, he says it's stacked division. 72 feet of tag team people if you stack them correctly. Yes. And also, Football Head makes Cole even dumber than he already is. Because I think Michael Cole's, I don't think he's a stupid idiot. Yeah, sometimes he is. But in general, he can be a smart guy. He, he, he's fine. He's, he's fine. But Cole asks if the Usos can get back on top of the SmackDown division. If they beat two teams, yes. SmackDown division. Oh, he said SmackDown? Yes. Oh, Michael Cole. It's Swobblehead. It's the curse. Listen, I don't, I don't know what you do with Swobblehead. We saw we we saw Corey Graves working around a guy who was like, how, how much does he weigh and stuff? That's easier <laughs> yes. as co- if you are the straight guy and your collar guy is all over the place and you're trying to reel him in. That's harder. Hey, hey, great, hey Graves, uh, how does a uh, how does Amos stack up to the the, the greats, the all time greats in WWE? Um, how does he stack up? Oh, it's the second match? Oh. I don't know. I'd have to see more than one match with him. Yeah. How's that? How's that going? Okay. Match, match, match. Football. This is the all-time worst thing yet, Football Head has said, because I think Vince will kill him now. Football said, Football Head said, hey, oh, this action, it's amazing. Right now, the crowd's going crazy. The, yeah. The crowd. He says, this it's so crazy. If there was a live crowd here, there would be a holy poop chant. He says, holy bad word chant here if there was the crowd. What am I hearing? What, I hear noise. Are you telling me this whole time it's been fake? <gasps> That's pretty much like saying, oh, he, he, he swung that fist so hard. If it wasn't fake, he would have broke his jaw. That's exactly what it is. Also, all night... Football heads correcting Cole on move names when there's no reason to. Cole will say, nice suplex there. And he'll go, that was actually a snap suplex. And then Cole says some other thing. And then he says, I don't think that was a step up, I think. Oh. And then he never finishes his sentence. (laughs) Stop doing, listen, just sit down. Stop swaying around. Stop doing play by play. That's a great yeah. tip for football head. He, you're, that's not your job to scream out moves. That's Cole's job. Why do we need two guys screaming out moves if we can't? That gets really messy. And tonight, well, the thing, they're talking over top of each other. The best thing about being color, which I am, is that you can be dumb and not do the work. And that's, you know, <laughs> Thanks. That's, 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 that's your great. job. That's fantastic. So why would I ever jump in when you're doing the hard work with, you know, when I can just be dumb and, and yes. get over. Leave the talking over each other to us, the podcasters. It's not <laughs> something for you, the professionals on TV, when you're trying to put over a, a television broadcast that's live on Fox and it's supposed to be the second best live show on TV or whatever. It's not because you're <laughs> ruining it. But why do they keep saying if Jimmy Uso is about to, he does a super kick and he's about to pin Angelo Dawkins, right? Why do they keep saying it's a huge, it would be a huge upset if that happened? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess because they haven't wrestled for a while. Yeah. But they're the Usos, which they def- supposedly defined yeah. tag team wrestling in yeah. the last decade in WWE. So, yeah. Also, but- Football Head knows the timing. So he tells us 
this is the end of the match. He knows how many minutes till they have to go to break. He tells us if this was whatever, this would be 14 out of 15 rounds, he said. This would be round 14 out of 15 in a boxing match. That's what he tells us. This is no, there was no time limit to this match, right? No. But what's the finish? What's the finish of this? I didn't write the finish. I put good match. Usos win. Let me tell you what it was. It was a super kick. And Jimmy does, in fact, win. And they do call it an upset. But also. Oh, yeah. Well, I I wrote my notes. Cole Cole yells upset win. Yeah. Which it's not. Not Which it's not. Okay. But I would say it's even, if anything. But Jimmy does a super kick for the win. Usos always do super kick. Here's football head's call to scream over Cole so he can't call it. Air Force One to the jaw! Air Force One to the jaw. What the F does that mean? What? Does, shoe. What? Shoe, which I don't even know if that's what they wear because I'm not a shoe guy. I know it's a shoe. I know. I know it's, it's cool, a plane. Joe. Air Force One. You remember? Because he's heard that super hip, hip new chill. song in my Air Force Ones. He was, yeah. He, he, Listen, he my point is, my point is, he's yelling the move over top of, it's which isn't even real, over top of Cole. That was, let me tell you what that was. That was a great match ruined by Football Head's terrible commentary. And therefore, bring dragging Cole down to his level. That was a shame because that match was excellent. Yeah. It made you excited to have the Usos back, actually, which is exactly what you want to do. Great opener. And almost everything Football Head said was was stupid or incorrect. Okay. This show is not bad at all. Football Head is the worst part of the show by far. Yep. By far. We'll get to. But okay. You want to talk about another. I can't say bad part of the show, but Uh-oh. this Morgan Morant. It's Megan woman, Morant, first of all. Morgan, I have Morgan down. More, so it must be Morgan. That's why I'm color. Morgan Morant. No. Wow, is is she human? I wrote down, and I don't like saying I don't. I'm not trying to be mean. She's probably a very nice, nice woman. I know. That's I wrote down called. another WWE model robot. Not even model. I'm. Mean, there's not, not. I'm not saying she's not pretty or whatever. But she, at least the models come off of hu- as human. She looks like one of those small world after all, like robot people. Okay, that's what mean. is her deal? No, all I know is that we don't. Why is it? It's like copy paste. You one one. Female gets fired from that position and another one appears and it's like the same as the next. It's like an assembly line of. Oh, I think they gave up on hiring people and built their own with this lady. Yeah, it's a, but it's an assembly line of of looks over quality. And I Which, hate saying that. I hate it. But WWE has this way about them. That's just awful. And and we talked about this off air about how good Renee was in this position, but that's because she was Canadian and knew about wrestling. Yeah, she yeah. was so good in Big this difference. position. Then they yeah. tried to force her on commentary. I don't even think she wanted to do that. And but man, I I miss Renee with with Robot Morgan, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode are talking. Dolph oh Ziggler God. has a mullet because of course he does. Is there? 
Look at me, look at me, Dolph Ziggler. Remember I when I used to like him so much? He was great. Just he had a he future, did. and then that future became the present, and then that present became the past, and now he's overstayed his welcome for me. That man decided, I'm going to take a paycheck, and that's cool. That's cool. Take a paycheck and then just jump up and down, yell, look at me. Yeah. They say they're going to win because they're they're going to – they say – I don't even know what they said. Something like we, you know, we beat up where well, our mistake was we beat up the kid and then the dad got mad and he right. had the strength of three people. I'm like, what? Yeah. Whatever. I don't but he didn't even say that. He said, remember when the grandma has the strength to save her granddaughter by lifting up a car? Yes. That's, and I'm like, no, I don't remember. I know. That. He's trying to be funny. <clears throat> that's, that would be That's not an accident. Some grandma lifted up a car. Yes. Also, after this promo, after this backstage thing, football head goes, the dirty dogs. Have a new game plan tag team championship match. Since when isn't their game plan to get the tag team titles? What is he talking about? I, I, to, their game plan is to not attack Dominic. I don't know. But what? So Natalia and Tamina versus the Riot Squad. Oh, this, this is going to hurt. This match really hurt me. This is <laughs> one of the dumbest things and and we don't discover this until half the way through the match but I'm going to yeah. I'm going to do what they should have done. Okay. Tamina is attacked before the match right. off. So we never know. It looks like it's a handicap match. We come back and and where's Tamina? Well, maybe she's looking under the ring. I don't know where she is. Half the way through, we're told that Tamina was attacked off screen yep. by the Riot Squad. The Riot Squad technically turned heel. Yes, off, off on the commercial, Riot Squad turned heel. That is exactly what happened. This is how much WWE cares about these teams. That's how much they care about the Riot Squad. Also, Football Head, on the, you know how they do the the commercial break sponsored by whoever. Um, since that's how commercials work, um, he says. Shout out to Progressive. Shout out to our tag team champs here. What? He's shouting out the the sponsors and the people in the ring. What does that mean? And why does anyone want to shout out from football head? You don't. But well, I'm gonna say it before you. The Riot okay. Squad, I uh you love Liv Morgan, I love I Ruby Riot. Okay? Yep. But the Riot Squad, unfortunately now no fault of their own, are rust buckets. And when the more they're not on screen, the rustier they get. And they're yeah, and really... They cannot afford to be rusty. They cannot. And they're really, really bad in this match to the point Terrible. where I don't think they did one thing right. And Football Head even asks, did, basically, did you see that they messed up? It's, it's sad when you watch somebody who can't do something. It's worse when you watch somebody who can do something and they're not doing it because they've become bad at it. It's, yeah. it's that's much more sad. I was very sad to see this match. This everything they did was broken. I wrote the Riot Squad doesn't get an intro and after this match they don't deserve one. No, it's really sad and I I hate it. I hate I it. And the end of the match is Ruby getting headbutted by Tamina and then flying off the second rope but then she so she's playing dead she is like a corpse except well, you know why she's dead because tamina has i know the hard racist head. hard head i know but, but here's the thing she gets knocked out 
And then she realizes that Tamina will die. So she has to then roll into position and it looked ridiculous. Oh, every move. That wheelbarrow catapult. Oh my God. They botch it so bad. I, oh. So. Imagine. Here's the thing. Imagine if they. Now listen, I don't know what they do in their free time. I just have a feeling they're not practicing every day. Maybe I'm wrong. My God, if that move would have worked right, that's a cool thing. Wait, but you got to practice that. You can't just do that move. You you obviously don't do a move like that unless you have it down perfectly. Yes. Because it's too... And they acted like they just made it up right there, and I know they didn't. <laughs> it's so bad. <sighs> well, speaking of bad moves, Natalia tries a devil sharpshooter on both of them. Why would you do First that? First off, why do that in this match? You never do. No, that was like a special like thing when she did it the one time. Yeah, and and after it doesn't work, I don't know if somebody yells, "Oh, yeah, it was football." He said, "Oh, it was too much." Of course, it was too much for her. That that should be the. Yeah. Then Tamina comes back to life after being beat up that we didn't see. I still can't get over that. That's. Um, Amazing. And then we get a weird spot. Explain this. This whole match was one of the weirdest matches I've ever seen. Liv does some big move to Natalia outside the ring to take her out of action. But it's at the same time her partner is being pinned by Tamina. So Liv's doing good. What is the purpose of this? But I, I, are they breaking them up again? They have nothing. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I've never seen anybody book a match where you do that big move to take out somebody's partner yeah. at the same time I, it doesn't matter well they had to hide ruby they tried to hide ruby rolling around when she was supposed to be dead in the ring so i want i want gay meat back i miss that right squad i know they never won but i, I still i still like them still also fun. has is there a thing where if you are a female actual tag team you can yeah. never win Maybe all the champions have been like, Oh, we're thrown together. We're not really a tag team. And then they become champions. Yeah. But if you're ever since, uh, who was the, uh, Oh my God, the iconics, I think were the last pure tag. team. Right. Like a real tag team. Yeah. You're right. Back. The Usos are so excited to talk to Adam Pierce. They're like, wow, look at us. We won one match. We won a (laughs) championship and match. And he says, well, there's only like, three tag teams <laughs> and the champions. So I guess, sure. Why not? Yeah. And they're like, yippee. And you can see Jay is worried. Jay's doing a great job. He is. He's Jay. so worried that thought. Roman's going to uh, throw him out of the family. I, I didn't know Jay's face worked to, to like do expressions. Cause no. all he ever did was, woo, I'm an Uso. Because and he didn't, he like, didn't do subtlety and Heyman no. has him doing subtlety. Yeah, it's really good. Worried. Yeah. yeah. Great. Now we get your why does this match exist match? <laughs> Bianca Belair, Belair versus Carmella. You mean Belanca? We'll get to that. Listen, I know why it exists for me because the commentary actually made this match, but still. Think about this. Bianca Belair is the world champion. Would Roman ever do this? Would Roman wrestle? No. I don't know. Wrestle Bruce? a cage stripper? No. And then. Bianca, the champion, goes out to the ring. Not that there's anything wrong with cage stripping. It's wonderful. I'm I'm all for it. But 
Carmella gets interviewed on her way to the ring. What is that about? I don't know. It's a weird interview, and she's like, "Oh, I love your dress. It's olive green." I did. What I don't know what the joke was there, and then her dress is also green, so I don't. Yes. Her outfit is also green. I don't get it. So, I've heard football head Uso. Oh my God! Yes. So they talk to Carmella. I have heard football head talk. The Usos talk, the Street Profits talk, and now Carmella. Yeah, it's 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 your it's, it's brain a, dead night. It is a trifecta plus one of horrible. <laughs> you forgot Michael Cole. Well, I'll, I'll, Michael Cole by comparison, yeah. The SmackDown okay, division is going to have a tag title match here, and that's next. It's not. Let's fix this though by bringing out somebody great on commentary because Bailey comes out on. Commentary. Okay, this was good. I forgot how much I used to like Bailey on commentary because I stopped liking her when she did the laugh. Notice she doesn't do the laugh on commentary once. She waits till it's over yeah. on commentary and does it when she's screaming at the ring. So I don't she finally figured that out. Somebody told her great. Yeah. Uh, Pat so Bailey says something like, Oh, I'm gonna get on commentary. And then she comes down and puts on her headphones and football head says, Oh my god. I thought you were, you're in the Thunderdome? Yeah, he says, were you in the Thunderdome? And Cole's like, what, what do you think she was? What a dumb, like, don't say anything if that's your sentence. Don't, just don't talk then. Please. this match is Carmella versus Bianca Belair. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the commentary. Yes. Football head calls Bianca the greatest champion we've ever had (gasps) here. How much does that guy weigh? Well, he's going to ask that the next match, so don't save it. Save it. Uh, I I thought, okay, so I thought he meant Bailey. I didn't think he meant Bianca. No, he didn't. That's the problem. He starts out as a Bianca Belair fan, realizes he's heel halfway through the match, blames Cole for everything he said before that, and then comes off as a Bailey fan at the end because he's Well, somebody in his headset told him, that he could bury, he could say the the mean things to Bailey if he said that he heard them or if Cole said them. So he's now changing yeah, it to half that. Way through. But also, uh, football head thinks that Cole. Remember when he was in the the box in the yeah, plexiglass? Cole. What was it? Coal mine. Yeah, he thinks it's the coal train. <laughs> Remember that train, that plexiglass box? Okay. Well, Mark Henry was in there with him. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, Bailey's great. She calls Bianca Bianca Belair. Yes. She lies about using her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey's h- hilarious. She kept says, saying she used her stupid hair. She keeps calling it stupid hair. So football head has to get in it. And he says, and this is it. The whole first half of the match, he loves Bianca. Somebody says your heel, and then he splits. So he goes, football head says, well, you brought the hair into the match. And <gasps> Bailey goes, it's her hair. Stupid. Yeah, it's attached to her head. How can I bring it in? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Bailey. Oh, and uh, yeah, he tried, after the halfway point in the match, someone's yelled at him. He tries to blame everything. He's like, well, all that stuff Cole told me all yep. that stuff. Now mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah. It was dumb. Cole's like, what are you talking about? My favorite, though, is the finish of the match, though. Let's see if I have that here. Okay. Uh, I would rather hear Cole and Bailey as commentators. All the time. Yep, me too. 
And oh, Bianca finally pins Carmella. And when it happens, that's my favorite. Oh my God, Belaka. He says Belanca with the win. Yeah, and Bailey says Bella, you idiot. She says Belanca, you stupid idiot. That's not her name. Good she is. She was jumping up for her like face off thing, and she still delivered the line with her headset. Throw on her headset. It's amazing. Belanca, you stupid idiot. It's wrestling in a way few people do. She really does. So she's a pro. Yep. Ba- Bailey stands on the desk and they have a stare off. Awesome. Robot lady talks to the Mysterios and Ray says they're the best tag team ever because when Dominic hurts, he hurts. Would <gasps> that be a that would be a that would be a bad thing. thing. Is that the Corsican brothers? Is that it? That's exactly. No one's gonna get that. Reference. I know. I got it though. You got it. But still, that would be the worst. That would be the worst tag team. <laughs> yeah. They both suck. Yeah. Now, I hate everything. I This is really getting to be the dog that bites me in wrestling. Yeah. Seth Rollins comes out. Oh, my God. So all those people I told you I had to listen to tonight, and now I have to listen to Seth. Nick's, football head's the worst. Seth Rollins is actually second. Didn't it head. seem like this whole thing... You, like you're having deja vu during the whole thing and you're like, I don't care what you're talking about. I can't listen to you anymore. You're saying the same words as always. This is terrible. You're copy and pasting this from your feud with Rey Mysterio. This is god awful. Please go away for a while. I don't, is his character, he stalks people for six months of the guess, time? I guess so. Oh, Cesaro's not here. And it's Seth. Seth. Or that's hard to say when you're drunk. Seth's the birthday? Yeah. Don't care. He, he shows a clip, and then he he does... Remember when Ray, he was like, shh. He, yeah. does, he steals everything. It's all the same everything. with the eye poke out feud. It's the same story. And then he says we have audio from Cesaro's room, and it's just Cesaro being a baby. I don't... Yeah, he's and going... Then he, then he's like, ha, and ha, ha, you can hear the mo- heart monitor. This is never funny. When you have a clip, when you have a slide to show in WWE, they don't know how to make that funny ever. And then he, if he's like, ha ha ha, that was just a joke for my, I, what? Yeah, I know. Seth, it was not re- really Cesaro. And, and Seth Thanks. says, you know, sure, Cesaro's to blame, but do you know who else I blame? And this is exactly the same as the Rey Mysterio. It is. I blame you, yep. the general manager, people watching right now. Yeah. Wow, he's such a heel. And now we know, Larry, when we go back to the live shows, we boo him. Thanks. Thanks for explaining all of this to us. This is the same Seth as in the Rey Mysterio feud, except wearing dumb outfits. Yeah. And I can see his ankles. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I stare at his ankles the whole time. I'm like, he's a really good athlete, but his ankles are kind of tiny they're coolots yeah <laughs> coolots owens <laughs> owens walking and i already know because there's only four people allowed to go near the IC title so this must be an IC title thing yeah he's one of those four people kevin yep. owens versus apollo cruz every time apollo comes out and yells that thing i think he's young hey buffalo and what is he is he saying something apollo what is he saying before apollo Apollo. I don't. I don't know. Why do I not Sounds remember like, that? 
No, because every time it comes out, it's Apollo. Oh, okay. And but it sounds like Hey Buffalo. Hey Buffalo. I, All I know then, what? is. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? This match is mere seconds. Commander Atari ruins it. <laughs> Commander Owens Atari. Wins. Let me tell you about Aziz here. First of Aziz. all, first of all, football head. He did it. He jumped the shark right here. He asks Cole about Aziz and asks him how much does that guy weigh. And not in a funny, ironic way where he says the words, how much does that guy weigh? He wants to know Aziz's weight, even though it's on the sheet right in front of him. He wants Cole to say the words for some reason. Listen, please fire football head. When the match is over, you know what he says? DQ. You don't say DQ. You say disqualification. Why would you? Who in WWE says DQ? Nobody. Because that's well, not a thing. That's for that's for us at home. That's not for to you. Start something new, like Cole started kick. He's trying to start DQ. Oh my God! Well, guess what? Um, Cole and and because um, I might forget to say this. But Cole and, well, I can't remember his name because it's so generic. Jimmy Smith are spirit animals because instead of kick out, Cole only says kick now and Smith only says out now. You know, if I had to pick one, I'd pick out. Out at two. Every time. Okay, that sounds a little more. I know. Okay, I'm. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my words in here, so that's the important one. I hate kick. I hate kick. Kick, kick at two is stupid. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that was your match. It was nothing. But also, don't forget, as how long have Aziz and um, Apollo Crews been friends? Other than five minutes, the storyline is that they've been friends since since grade school or whatever. So guess what? Football head calls him his childhood long-term friend what the <laughs> f wow. is that okay that sounds like remember back in the day what would they call gay people they would say yeah, i was gonna say that sounds like they'd be married companion. yes they would say traveling companion long time uh, so all this weird stuff to, yeah uh, things are getting better though. Mm-hmm. hey paul Heyman brings in jay <laughs> listen if you want to know what makes somebody good all around, period. The, yeah. the best thing in life, not even entertainment, is knowing when to, to being confident enough in yourself to step back and not be the center of attention. I can't do it, but I hear it's good. Uh, mm. But think about everything that Paul is doing great here, and he is not making himself the center. Now, with Brock, of course, he was center of attention, but Paul is not the center of attention. No. Here. He is background guy, and that He's even like makes servant. him more evil. It's great. Mm-hmm. You gotta recognize greatness, and Paul yeah. is amazing. He brings in Jay and Romans. Roman Roman is great. Listen, Paul, I, I don't want to make it sound like Paul is a puppet, and these guys are just, just the puppets on the screen. Yeah. Romans, his looks, he's doing. He tells he tells Jay, listen, Jay, listen. I know this is weird with the USO thing, but I'm just worried about you, dude. I don't want to see you regress. You are a main event guy. Yep. And I maybe you know, this whole USO thing, I don't want to see you go back to the day that people would say, Which USO are you? Which which one are you? Yep. This is so good. And yep. everyone is doing even even Jimmy is doing the stupid I'm so excited thing. Yep. 
everybody's really good here, and they're using people that we thought couldn't be this good, which makes me wonder about everybody in WWE who has made it to the big stage. <laughs> yep. Obviously, they have talent. If they were given something, imagine the entertainment that we yep. could receive from mm -hmm. these people. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's sad. Speaking of entertaining, Rick Boogs. Okay, Rick Boogs. I, I like you. I liked you on NXT. But guess what? Football head has ruined you now. Oh, yes. I feel so bad for this man who has a cool gimmick that could get over with live crowds, blah, blah, blah. And football head is totally ruining it by Cole, jumping up and dancing like an Cole idiot. had his hand over, like doing He was doing like the, the, the palm face thing. He was hiding because... It's because Football Head's embarrassing himself, gushing over Rick Boogs. It yep. makes no sense. I I don't I don't want it. Bobby the Brain Heenan would be saying something horrible about Rick. He's a face. Yep. So he plays Nakamura's music. They even show Football Head's dancing in the oh, yeah, replay they, from why, last week. Why? Because there's no live crowd, I guess. I don't know. That's a good point. That's probably the only it's, reason. You're it's right. It's entertaining. Look. Uh, I thought Vince didn't. I'm sorry. I thought Vince didn't like their commentators to stand out like that. Why is he letting oh, this he, guy I, do this? No, that that was an editor who ever put that package together. And I understand what they were saying. They're like, I have to show that this is fun and there's no live crowd. I can't show some guy on a yeah. screen in the Thunderdome. Bad choice, but it's still, I understand yeah. the choice. Nakamura versus Chad Gable. Otis, hey, remember Otis? I do, and he's standing there and he doesn't even wrestle anymore. And Football Head calls Gable an Olympic-like athlete. He's, <laughs> he's an effing 2012 Olympian, you stupid moron. <laughs> he needs this guy. He is like the Olympics. If I'm Gable uh, and I watch SmackDown after this, which you would, he never would do, um, I would be, I'd be really mad. That's a good point. I mean, Chad, I love Chad. He has, he has nothing. He has nothing in WWE. No. The fact that somebody would say that on commentary, I would hope he would complain. Do they have human resources? I hope probably not. Uh, Otis attacks before the match, which by which I mean he grabs him, and you can't. You can't grab Nakamura and just slam him. I well, they did. He did. That's his only thing. Squash match. So Gable is a squash. Olympic-like. Corbin Olympic -like. is out. He's like, oh, mad. He, he yells and he steals the crown back. But Rick Boogs attacks from behind. And Good. Nakamura takes the crown back. <clears throat> Football said, head says something that I don't even understand. He's talking about how a good friend like Rick... He will steal the crown back like it's stolen, like somebody's bike. What? But, what? I don't know. What does that? Steal your crown back, back, back like it's stolen, like somebody's bike. I think he just says whatever's in his head, like the next line he's going to say here. Oh, yeah. Because they go out and Cole says, oh, but Corbin, he sure is mad. Good job, Cole. And then Football Head says, oh, you know who else is mad? Elias. He's mad. Elias? What? So 
He's making up a story about how Elias probably watched SmackDown and saw Boogs also playing guitar in Elias that made Elias mad. What is that? That's not a real thing. Or he read that on Twitter one week that Elias did say that. That's not the story. Just shut up. Just please stop. That would be like saying, you know, I bet Van Hammer's pretty upset about yes. this whole thing. <sighs> and he just yells at you. Listen. Another problem he has is if you're color and you're yelling something, it's because it's happening right in front of you. You don't yell something that like I heard on Twitter. Nope. It's not a surprise. Nope. You can't you can't get upset about something you know and it's gotta he does it all the time. Hmm. Owens is is in the training room with Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce, he comes to work like one day a month and he's everywhere, but then the other three weeks he's gone. And is Owens Owens. saying, (laughs) Owens wants a title match. Wouldn't he kind of get one already? Yes. Would he not? He just won by DQ and what? Yes. Why would he not get a rematch? Yes. But when they show the replay of Owens getting the Samoan spiked or whatever they call it now, Nigerian nailed in the neck. Did Did you hear what football had said? No. Okay. You ready? He says, I can't make this up. I just can't. Out goes Kevin Owens' cervix. Yes. Um, did he mean larynx? And so I ask that. And then later on that night, sure enough, football had tweets. I said cervix instead of, and he spells it wrong, larynx. Um, he spells it with an E, which there's no E in there. (laughs) Well, yes. And he said, I just knew it was an X. What? He just knew there was an X in the word, so that's why he said cervix. Uh, okay. Please stop. So Forever I stop, guess... football head, please. Although, at least this is makes sense booking, because Adam Pierce says, well, Commander Atari is getting banned next week, so he won't be there to interfere. Mm. Oh, so copy-paste high-five from Kofi versus uh, Drew McIntyre with Bobby Lashley? <laughs> it's the same thing. Rey Mysterio is praying that he gets big like Tom Hanks or something. Really, he's praying backstage. We come back. Oh, praying works because God must have struck him dead or something because Rey Mysterio is on the floor. Rey's dead. The next thing you know, you'll be on the flow. It's right Uh, in there. But listen, here's my gotta ask. Did Dominic attack Rey? Because Rey's blind, so he wouldn't know. Or remember when Ray was blind for a minute? Remember that we could do the devil fake out here. No one attacked Ray. Oh, and he's trying to test Dominic. Yeah, but that's way too. That's too meta for them. WWE. Also, it's Dominic. Also, also it's it's copy paste because now now it's a tag team title match and Dominic has to wrestle alone against Dolph Ziggler we just and Robert did Roo. this but the other oh my god and then before the match uh dirty dogs come out and they say oh it's going to be a forfeit which okay why you would want that when you're the challenger in a tag match but they say no a forfeit makes means you get the title since when is it, that would be a count out why would be because he said, count him out. That's not how that works. Why would Dolph think this? I don't know. Football, it's not a no oh, DQ oh. match. There, so, you know, Dominic comes down, handicap match. Football head 
says Dominic Ziggler. Dominic Ziggler. He also says he also says that Rey Mysterio um, has been with WWE for two decades plus. He signed 19 years ago and then left for years. Your math is remember, terrible. Remember when he took like two years off and came back and they're like, uh, yeah, you were supposed to wrestle for two years. Yes. I'm just hold that and he's play. like, that was sorry, amazing. dog. I, don't I have to go home that. again. I have to leave. Uh, I have to go home, dog. The whole match, uh, though. I have to go home. Listen, COVID-19 is no joke. You need to get the vaccine. I won't get it, but you should. That's the hmm. commercial with Ray. Um, I'm so too small. <laughs> those COVID COVID nuggets would overtake me, so I can't. Okay, so um, the whole match, football head ruins it. He keeps going up, oh, still with no partner, Dominic. Still with, like, still has no partner. Ray's not supposed to be cleared to even wrestle. He's no, telling us he's going to come out. Are Listen, supposed to be dumb and think it's going to be. Yes, we know at home that Ray will come out, but you, the commentator, are supposed to think what that they what they told you was true—that he's not cleared. Why do you keep saying still no partner? Looking at the clock now, he'll be here at the end of the show. Thanks, football head. So Ray comes out and his music is a distraction because, you know, music. Oh, my God. Same copy are. paste. Oh, my God. So the Mysterios win and the Usos come out and they they're like, oh, we're going to get you next. And then Roman is watching from the wings, so, which is all neat. Yeah, that's good. But football head and the lack of like, where's Biggie? Where's Alistair Black? Way to drop that ball. Some of these things were missing. But the fact is. If you take that away and erase football head from existence, that SmackDown was pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. Again, I know our standards are low, but it did not waste my time. Football head. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have SmackDown emails, do we? I think all of them are about pay-per-view. Assume not. No, I'm looking. We don't. Because of... Outside of football head, it wasn't bad enough to make fun of, so. No. Okay. No. Yeah, double or nothing, double or nothing, double or nothing, double or nothing, and Raw still stinks. So that's good. <laughs> I didn't think it was it that bad. It stinks less. It yeah, it stinks less this week. Less. But anyway, excuse me. Um, All right. Then we got to go into the next show. Oh, my. It's Larry up twice here, and then me up twice. Okay. We really okay. planned this out great. Do you remember uh, at the beginning of the week... You're like, you remember there's a pay-per-view this weekend. Yeah, and you were like, nope. There is, there is. Because we missed the go-home show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not missed it. It wasn't on Wednesday. That's what the point was. That's why I missed it. I know, but it's not like you... So now the go-home show is a day before the show, which is weird. It was two days before the show, but yes. You're right. Two days. JR, Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, and Fan... Taz is fan. Why did it correct Taz to fan? I don't know. Just be happy that I'm here to translate. Well, here's a here. This is just me being stupid. My line with I wrote it's Friday night, and you know what that means? It's all right for fighting. Okay, Mm. it's it's Saturday night. It's yes. Remember, you know Elton John. Why did I think Friday night was all right for fighting? Uh 
Why did I get that song wrong? I'm not really pretty good know. at song trivia. And also, if if Saturday night is all right for fighting, what is the preferred night for fighting? If it's I just don't all right. Know. I'm not sure. I, I would assume Friday night is the best night to fight because if you get hurt, you can heal up before work on Monday. Yes. But I'm just guessing. But Saturday night is all right because you still have Sunday. But I bet Friday is preferable because you know you know Elton John has been in a lot of bar fights. Yes, all of them, everyone. And they say it's live, and I'm confused because I thought it was going to be taped. And it really was live. Wow. So, Jr.'s voice sounds kind of knifey. What's he been doing? You know, it's Friday night. He's been eating a box of barbecue knives. Barbecue knives. Uh, Darby Allen with Sting versus Cesar Bononi. Cesar Bononi. With the cre- Listen, I said I put with the creator wrestlers. Turns out their names technically are the Wingmen, the which wingmen. is a worse name than creator wrestlers. I'm trying to be I know. insultingly funny. Wingman sounds terrible. Yeah. So that's really. Also, I don't even know if I'm right about Taz, because Taz was... I, I, I think I made that up. I put and fan. I don't know. <laughs> oh! Oh, no. Let's go back. Taz is later. Fans are here. This. How do I blow past yes. that? Yes. That was my... And fans are here. Right. I knew it wasn't Taz, because I was thinking of the pay-per-view. Yeah, that was the pay-per-view. Taz starts out. No, fans are here. This so place is packed. Listen, I don't want anybody to get COVID, but if everybody here is vaccinated or wearing masks or whatever, this is great. Yeah. This is really we'll neat get more to into see. That, the big difference that makes it the pay-per-view, because that's where it really this, this was so really This was really nice to see. It felt normal again. Whatever normal I is, I don't know. The first two minutes of this match, I thought, no one can win this match because Darby Allen has a match at, at the pay-per-view, and Gogo has... I thought Cesar. No, you didn't. For like two minutes, just because I don't remember who Bononi is. That's so sad. Yeah. So you mixed up so many people. You mixed up wingmen with the factory. Yep. Two generic things. You mix them up. Wonder why. There are so many generic people who don't need to be on my screen. Where are the Lucha Brothers? Where is Dark Order? I know. We'll get to that later. Tony calls the TNA championship the television title. I, which I wish. He, yeah. I see titles always my favorite, but the television title was my second favorite ever. Yeah. Coffin drop. Darby wins. Darby calls out all ego. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. They come out. They talk. The heels attack. Sting's fighting. Dark Order comes out for the save, which is their function now, which is not that dark, but. How many saves have they made in the last like four weeks? Every one. All the saves, it seems. They don't wrestle, they will later. They don't wrestle much, but man, they're always there, you know, got your back. They're very nice. For the dark order, they're very nice. Real nice. Should be the light order. Uh, Yeah. uh, The big show is introduced. This is the only bad part. This segment, I did not like one bit. So. Who, if you're having a weigh-in, who do you want to host the weigh-in? The heaviest, biggest guy in the world? Only if you're going to do a joke where you break the scale. Yes. 
or, right? or where he puts his foot on the scale for Cody anything that and says and says Cody says Cody Cody Rhodes four hundred and forty pounds. Oh, <laughs> I'm standing on it. Got it. Like that. That's funny. None of that happens. Instead, well, who comes out first here? Well, a go-go comes out with 20 jobbers, and then the American Dream, Cody Rhodes, comes out with 20 guys. Okay, so, but here's the thing. So, a go-go comes out, and it's Camarado, who's huge. It's all these guys, and they all look like babies compared to Big Show. And then, I... I don't know what Agogo did or said, but he gives Big Show a look. I know it's Paul White. I keep going on Big Show, but um, it's but the point is, Agogo gives him a look, and then Big Show's like, "Don't you even think about it, kid?" or whatever. Like he makes and he what, chumps what, what him out. He chumps him out to the point where I thought the only way this works, and Agogo looks like like he's like he's just like smiling like. Oh, crap, I can't do anything to him. And I thought, my God, this is going to end with a body blow to the Big Show. And that's, he's going to take down this big man. Imagine what he could do to Cody. This is going to look great. Yes, and nope, Big Show's got it's a nothing. boxing thing. Yes, Big Show has done boxing before. So all this adds up, except it never adds up. Do you know why? We'll find out at the pay-per-view why. Oh, I think this is just, God, it's all, just with. get rid of this feud. But yeah, Cody. Big Show being there making uh, making the heels look small was such a bad idea. So weird. Cody weighs 218. Go-Go weighs 219. QT Marshall says that that means they win. Gonna win. The number's higher. He's heavier, so he's going to win in the box match. Because that's how that works. Please take QT off TV forever. I This best friends wrestling thing is the Achilles heel of, of AEW. It really is. There is a point where you can be too nice. God knows I, I, I'm there yeah. every day. But yeah, being too nice is can really be your downfall. And the that other, is the yeah. Achilles heel, like I said, of AEW. Why is QT Marshall in here? I don't Why know. Are the creative wrestlers here. I don't Why know. I was Cesaro. I don't even know, know your name here. What was Cesar his name? Bonomi. Casino Bambini? Whatever. Yes. Why is Casino he Bambini? Yes. He may um, be great. And maybe you can develop him all of Oh, he's not great. Something. Okay. I know. I know how bad he is. But you have so much. Lucha. Where are the Lucha brothers? Two of the busy. greatest wrestlers busy. in wrestling today. Busy ended up. So uh, let me also tell you this. You you did skim past this. And I, I'm going to guess it's because you thought that this was tape. So you thought it was a gimmick. No, it was live. And bi- they didn't show Big Show how to use the scale first. Oh yeah, and he has, but he does. Big Show's always smart. Has he's funny. Mind. Listen, he's funny. Yeah, but he doesn't know what he's doing, which is another reason he shouldn't have been there. There's so many reasons why he was the wrong guy for this. Well, you they have they have one of the, instead of a digital scale. What, I know. Yeah, they have a, do, a, a doctor scale, and, and you have to move the weights. The scale. Yeah, it's the look, but. Your the scale is in the the wrestling ring, which in case you don't know, it's a trampoline under there. Yes, so it's got to be messed messing around with it. <laughs> yep. But so yeah, it's it just was dumb. This this was a real bad. Throw the segment, segment in the trash. It was pointless. There wasn't even a fight. There was nothing. It was a bad segment <clears throat> and a bad Excuse feud. Me. With a, the only bad match at the pay-per-view. Yep. This whole thing is garbage, so. I, I, it's a shame. Even being garbage, 
it's average, you know, baseline garbage as opposed to the garbage in WWE, which is negative eight or nine. Well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. At least they're trying so, things. It didn't work. But that's all. Yeah. And at least when something doesn't work, they're like, ooh, this is not good. Let's get it over with. They sure do that. Yes. Hmm. Package about the steam sealed IC Stadium Stampede 2. Steam sealed. Yeah. IC versus Pinnacle Match for pay per view. And I'm like, ooh, look at that. Hobbs and Christian are fighting backstage because I don't want this. I don't want this. You want to take out one person at a time. I do not want this. So dumb. I hate when. When you're going into a 40-man battle royal or whatever and you attack one guy, what is the point? So dumb. I don't know. Hangman Adam Page versus, oh my God, I forgot they existed and I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. How long? Almost never I've on TV. Unless I watch Dark. And apparently or there's this. Dark or right. Before dark. And there's this whole thing happening on Dark where um, Janela's abandoning Sonny Kiss and said it was a mistake or whatever. Yep. Okay. They tell me about that during the match. And it's not just the whole, I get upset when you tell, don't show. It's the fact that I feel cheated because I want to see that. They could have, they could have played, got in the car together and drove around, became friends. I know that was so much fun. You just tell me this. Yep. That was fun. And we, they could have spent 30 seconds on a video. Yeah. Yep. Hangman, wow. Hangman In fact, hold on. Leading. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are we not showing video clips from Dark and especially Elevation, if that's their bigger show, a longer show, why are we not showing clips of, of these important story points so that we want to watch those? What are, what, what are we doing? That's a good point because I the story made me want to watch, but I feel I've already missed out. If you just showed me a clip, you could have suckered me. If up. it was something fun, yes, I would want to watch it. What? Hmm. Okay. That's oh, do you remember how great I thought that uh the clip from Christopher Daniels was that was on Dark? Yes. I only saw that on Facebook. Right. That right. We didn't watch Dark, but it made you want to watch Dark. It made me go look at that. You could you have a, a national TV show here. You could you yeah. could pique my interest, make me go. I know. Hangman is bleeding again. Another mystery. Bleed yeah, it was. It was the the finish of the match. Um, before the buckshot, Hangman power bombs Joey Janela, and it looks like his boot just cracks his head or scrapes his head it's open. Like the second and, shoe bleed we've had. Yes, and it looks like yeah, just like at that end of that Cody and QT match, just all of a sudden no blood during the match, but at the end of the match, all of a sudden blood everywhere. So Buckshot Larry Hangman wins. Taz says, I'm going to leave and do a sneak attacks. <laughs> he, does. he yells at Paige. Paige. And then Taz introduces Brian Cage. I, th- I think Hangman already knows him. Yeah. Team Taz and son come out and they're like, we're going to beat you up. And Paige says, you know, I expect a big old sneak attack from Team Taz, <laughs> but not from you, Brian Cage, because you're talented. And you should leave them behind at the pay-per-view. And Cage says, yep. <laughs> I'm glad we haven't it's- dropped that. What? I'm glad we didn't drop that. Yeah, yeah. The the cage has some kind of moral compass. Yes. And and you remember last week I said is cage just a heel again? What happened with his? You know, seemed like so they good. dropped yeah, it, but they didn't. Good. I think they. It's it's like 
in comics, they have style sheets that tell you how to draw a character and, yes. and, and facts about them. Maybe AEW has style sheets and says, he's a heel, but, you know, he, he's not that kind of heel. He has some, you know. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I don't understand. But, man, it's so funny to see blood wasted in wrestling because all Paige does is talk to Cage. And Cage leaves, and then Paige turns to the camera, and he looks like Dusty Rhodes during yeah. the, the 80s. He's, looks like he was murdered. Yep. Video package of Moxley and Kingston. They call they call the young bucks Todd, Rod and Todd Flanders. Wow. And they're going to bury their expensive tennis shoes. Wow. God, I'm such a mark for this. Yes, it is good. Such a mark for these two. Uh, Tony has Orange Cassidy. And he's going to – but no – it's not Orange Cassidy. Pac comes out instead. Yeah. Pac says Cassidy's an elephant or irrelevant or something. <laughs> he calls out Kenny. Don comes on the screen. He says, we're not going to come out. But then Kenny tries the sneak attack. Pac is way too smart and he sees it. But the Good Brothers come out. Then the Lucha Brothers come out to save Pac. Listen, Lucha Brothers are two of the greatest wrestlers. I know. And they're just hiding backstage and, just and wrestling on dark. To save and run away. I know. And and then and do you know what I miss? I'm going to say it right here. I miss WWE right now because if all that had happened, Teddy Long would have popped. I know, and, and then you could see all these guys wrestle each other. It would be really neat. And I would have loved that six man tag. No, they just—that's not how you do things here. You book the whole show. You do not leave spots open for matches like that. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing tonight. Uh, good brothers get chased off. Best friends come out. Cassidy's in the ring. Cassidy. Um, oh, my God. Orange Cassidy has an envelope for Kenny. And it's the little things that make yep. stuff, people. Orange Cassidy hands it to him. You can see on the envelope. He has tried to write for Kenny, but he ran out of room and had to fix it. Yeah. Little stuff like that yep. makes entertainment it's it was so hilarious and also Kenny he may like, have what? called him accidentally called him kevin as well yeah but. it's so hilarious orange cassidy understands his character and that's one reason it works yep so kenny opens it up and it's the ripped up pieces of that con, that's you know, funny you know when he's gonna pass on this thing and orange cassidy orange punch to kenny orange punch to pack and, and oh wow orange pack cassidy could win this right now i don't believe it Guess well, no, because right now it looks like he's later. clearly not winning. <laughs> yeah, but the magic of wrestling later, well, it's just incredible. Yeah. Back and Tony talks to Jade Cargill again. Oh well, God, this broken record. End, I, 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 yes, yes, this is it. Matt Hardy in, but no, Mark Sterling has already locked her down into a contract. And that happened on Dark, and Matt doesn't watch Dark, obviously. Seems like, and also, good. and also she's, and he says, he says, he, here's the thing. I'm pro bono and I only get paid when she wins, but she always wins. So she made a bad deal. Jay Cargill with Matt, Mark Sterling versus Kylan Kong. Now listen. King, 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 Kong. King Kong, Kylan Kong, King She's from Gainesville, Ohio, so that's a plus. She's six one. She's not bad. Why are we wasting her here instead of developing I don't know. her? For because they are they're developing her on dark. Well, I'm saying leave her there. Don't don't I have know. her be food for Jade here. 
And also, she could be like Britt Baker's bigger twin. She looks a lot like Britt well, Baker. Yeah. Jade is a squash match. So yep. That's what you need here. It's okay. Then Jake Grab Roberts is talking to the murder house. Wait, what's his Jade. name? Jake Grab Roberts? Jake Grab Roberts. He talks about how Dante's got a match against Miro tonight, and Dante could win. And Jake says, or uh, Archer says, I want Miro. I don't want anybody else. So yeah. TNT championship match, Dante Martin versus the champion Miro. Why? We t- we're told Dante Martin has won eight matches. Okay, fine. Whatever. I'll huh. suspend dis- disbelief here. Suspend- I will accept disbelief and suspend disbelief or belief. I will do oh something my God. that I could do when I'm sober. Enough. Wow. Miro. Miro just squashes him. Uh, Lance comes out. Okay, this is where we're done. We're done with Jake. Jake comes out. Even without what he says later, his patter is old and dusty, and we don't... He's like, oh, he sounds like a a promo from the 80s, which you think is great. (laughs) It should be good. it doesn't work. It's not. (laughs) Oh, my God, we're in the 2000s, aren't we? In the 90s? Larry, oh, my God, you're drunk. I'm so drunk. Uh, Jake... Makes fun. He's like, let me say in your native language. First off, Miro's native language, I'm sure, is Bulgarian, whatever. Am I am I right here? Is it Russian? Is it a form of whatever? It's not really a language you can you even know well enough to make fun of. And right. do you really make fun of that language? But he Jake tries by uh, boo blah blue. Yeah, wow. What? Why is he allowed to do that? He does that. And That's I'm not like, funny. On, on the computer, and like, what year are we in? I, I'm checking the calendar on my Mac. It's 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 racist, but it's so racist and so old that it's you're like it's more old than racist. Like, this is just stupid. Just let Lance speak because Lance has been doing a really good yes, job. He's been doing of fine. Jake's been doing so, worse somehow. Yeah. So let's be done with Jake. So Lance and Mirror's shake are face off and they want to fight, but now the refs come out. I love how refs sit back there at catering and decide what fights they're going to break up. <laughs> like, uh, you, no, we got to finish. There's some cherry cobbler here. I'm okay. Finish that. We'll Think break up right. the next fight. I don't. So Tony Schiavone is in the ring with a fancy belt. Talk. Now I don't listen. I still don't understand this. What? Is this a? We're presenting a new belt, or is this a here is a specialty belt you get to keep and take home? This is the new the new title. This is the new gold title because before it was silver, now it's gold. Yeah, he has like a specialty belt in honor of her longest reign, which makes me think it's something she can take home. But it's Sheeta. He gives it to Sheeta. She comes out in in a cool dress. She looks all. Fancy and cool and facey and, mm-hmm. and good looking and everything. It's great. So she takes the belt. She talks. I love how well she speaks English without being, you know, you know, totally Americanized. And she's super facey and she's such a face. Mm-hmm. I love how facey she is. I she's she's all good and nice yep. and a, a great wrestler and so talented. But then Britt Baker comes up. She's evil, and she says, I, it's going to be the DMD era. So, Ooh. yeah. Wow. 
so excited for a lady match here. It's great. <laughs> lady uh, match. Sam, Sammy does his card gimmick. Scorpio <laughs> Sky and Ethan Page versus the Dark Order, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. JR says that Stu Grayson is a heck of a hand. Don't say that about a young wrestler. No. Because Stu he's Grayson... A, he's an old utility player. What? No, don't say that. I know it's a type of compliment, but it's not a type of compliment you give to a young guy. No. And especially not in a match where I Stu Grayson gets lost. I know he's talented, but in this match, Stu Grayson shows me why I need to like him. I know. And he's really good. He is really, really good in this match. But also, he's he is almost enhancement talent, according to JR. So that's bad. Yeah, exactly. That's what it, because listen, this match, match, match. Uh where was the move? Oh, Stu Grayson's Bulldog DDT over the rope to Oh paper. my god, so good. What a great move, Stu. Yeah, I'm listen, Ethan the, the finish of the match is the heels win, but I know it, it pimped up Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page for their upcoming pay-per-view. Perfectly fine. But pimped I saw up. Grayson and Evil Uno, and I never get to see them, and they both were great. This almost pushed them, too. I like when you can lose and make me say, I want to see more of those two guys who yes. lost. Yeah. So after the math match, Ethan Page talks. Out comes Darby and a whole bunch of stings. A whole bunch, like more than two. And JR says, I'm seeing double. And he's like, I've to happen to me a lot of drunk drunk. Does does he usually see five, so he's seeing double and mm-hmm. there's ten? I don't know. Yep. He may have taken a surprise package knife to the eye. Oh my god, barbecue knife. <laughs> that would never not be funny. Scorpio <laughs> uh, Scorpio wait no, is this yeah, Scorpio Sky's taking out all the stings. And okay. <laughs> They do the TNA trope. It's so funny. They do the TNA trope. Yeah. But A&E, yes, is a documentary. AEW does does things right because they don't wait till the last sting to have it be the real sting. I like that. That just made me. I was like, oh, okay. But it was my favorite moment when Sting takes (laughs) off his mask to reveal Sting. It's funny. (laughs) Remember how many times has he done? A lot. Oh my god, Sting is Sting. <laughs> it's Sting. No, it's Sting. <laughs> it's Sting. Uh, so the heels run away. All good. This is weird because they introduce ah. Eric Bischoff as the introducer of the next segment. What? This was this was gross. Because he just kind of, that's all he does, right? <clears throat> I don't want to see him anymore. So, yeah. Has Eric Bischoff been lost in the desert for a week? Yes, he looks always looks like he's, he's homeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when they buried Ric Flair in the desert for six months in WCW? <laughs> yes. Oh, I think Rick got his revenge. Bischoff introduced the inner circle. Inner circle comes out. Jericho apologizes to Eric. And you can see the need for that. It seemed like he was going to say, just kidding, and like beat him up. What well, exactly. I want him to apologize because he was saying, I'm going to apologize. I want him to say, I'm going to apologize. And here it is, and give him a FedEx package. Yes. Deep cut for people, but yeah, Jericho got fired by FedEx by Eric Bischoff, but still. Didn't everybody? Eric says he has a small package to show us. And I thought that was uh, for everyone. It's a, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a video. He showed that to DDP's wife. Uh, 
Wow, we're going deep. Uh, the package uh, recaps Jericho and and the the inner circle. Oh, here's here's the note. Jericho doesn't know the difference between confidence and confidence. That's it. That was it. He says confidence instead of confidence. That's it. Long way to go for that. They all talk good. They talk good. They talk so good. Uh, but then Jericho at the end says that this group is like Guns N' Roses. And I agree. They're both equally musically talented. So. <laughs> Wow. Jericho says, I love you to all the guys. And then MJF is on the Tron and he's all touched. He says, or is it on the con? Should we start calling it on the con? No, it's not. Oh, I will. That's uh, good though. But the, the pinnacle is beating up Dean Malenko tied to a goalpost. Oh, yeah. Icy runs out to, into the stadium to save him. They're attacked. They're beating up all around the heels. Oh, they plan this out. <laughs> Pile driver on the field to Santana and Ortiz by FTR through tables. This is so ridiculous. They had to set it up so long to make this work. Yeah, Ed, Ed, listen, this is, I called Joe after I watched this and I said, yeah, remember how you said there's a pay-per-view? And I said, I don't know because there wasn't a go-home show. Yeah. This is exactly a go-home show. I Outside of the weigh-in, yeah. I was excited. It for every sold coming up. a pay-per-view. And I know WWE thinks we don't have we don't have to sell a pay-per-view. They bought this crap already. But this is how you sell a pay-per-view. AEW has to sell a pay-per-view. Yep. This is how you sell a pay-per-view. Well done. Well done, I say. What a good show. It's a great show. And yeah, once again, I thought I'd have a, an AEW email, but no, because everybody that writes in about AEW wrote in about the pay-per-view. So, no. Okay, so we pay-per-view. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. AEW, double or nothing. First is the buy-in, though. First of all, this is cra- it's live. Crazy to see the full crowd again. Like, it was one thing to see it on, the, on Dynamite, but to see it during the day, it's just, there was something so like happy and fresh about it. Okay. You, you know how WWE always tell us, tells us the real star is you. Yeah. Or, but they're lying. You're the general manager yeah. or we do it all for you. That always feels so fake. The star of tonight was the setting and the crowd. Yeah. It really was. I felt a way about wrestling that I haven't felt for a long, long time tonight i i joe knows this i complain to joe all the time i hate long shows this was so long fantastic had so much fun didn't even have pizza and had so much fun it was great yeah yeah me neither i had tacos so that's still good oh that's almost better um it was good um but yeah the crowd's there again but before we go into a match on the buy-in we have big money matt backstage matt he says Big money Matt fact, Matt will win the Casino Battle Royal tonight. Spoiler, he will not. Um, Excalibur and Tony are on commentary, and they have a Mr. Do slot machine on set. Now, what is this? What is I know because Mr. Do video game, but what is the history of Mr. Do? I don't know. He's, he's kind of like Dig but, Dug, but not. He throws a ball. But he's more of a Japanese Dig Dug, right? Dig Dug's Japanese, Dig Dug Lang. Well, I know, but 
But isn't Mr. Do big in Japan? And like Cheap Trick? No. He's equally, I don't know. I don't know. I loved the Mr. I thought Mr. Do was kind of Japanese. They're hard to play, though. Um, I just like collecting letters. Um, So, NWA women's title match is on the buy-in. And I'm thinking, oh, this will be good. It's Riho against the champion Serena Deeb. Good. Oh, my God. This match was freaking great. Okay, with fans back... The problem is they want to cheer everything because they're so happy. And this is especially the opening match they want to cheer, right? So Riho wants a handshake, but Serena Deeb slaps her. So he she makes a heel right away. She's so good at this, and she's so good in this match. I'm, I don't know. I was just, I don't know why I'm surprised because I know she's a good trainer, but she's also a good wrestler. This match. And sometimes you can't, you're not both, you know? This match, yeah, look at uh, Spanky. I don't remember his real name. QT Marshall, Spanky, you mean Brian Kendrick? Brian Kendrick, yes. Well, what, wait uh, a minute. No, wait, no, what Brian do you Kendrick mean by that? He's a great wrestler. I'm not, he was even better at Price is Right. But, yeah, <laughs> but he's, he's a good trader. But listen, yeah. this match, in the daylight, outdoors, with a crowd, with this fantastic put-together match with yep. great wrestlers— it was like I was watching an old time WrestleMania match. I'm, I, I, I feel so weird. Okay. Selling the feeling, match, the feeling was that WrestleMania so much. Yes. Like when you started watching WrestleMania three and you're like, Oh my God, it's so amazing. Cause the, this pay-per-view starts out light and then it ends up dark. That was awesome. But we didn't have, we had like one good match on that whole show. But, um, Aww, so it was the, really? fe- yes, I'm sorry, but Thanks. it's the feeling of that. With good wrestling. So this was, uh, this show, wow. Let's, spo- let's spoil right it now. This show is fantastic. I will say this right here. This match, I know it's not on the actual legally binding pay-per-view. This was the best kickoff match I've ever seen. It really, really as, good. <laughs> it, the match was amazing. The two com- competitors were unrealistic. I just the arena and also after coming out of COVID to me, this was something I will always remember. And that's weird to say about a match. that was kickoff, but it was so fun. And I was, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so bought in for everything. And I'm so excited about this live crowd. And Deeb has been just ungodly good. I can't tell you how good this woman is at the art of wrestling. And it, I love this match. She knows what she's doing, and so does Riho. And this match was great. And Riho's playing the punching bag during this match. Oh yes, and it is so and good. She's it small is and it's, it's basically break Riho's knees off day because yes, this moves are making sense. Listen, I cannot overstate yep. how much when Deeb wrestles and moves make sense, working people's limbs and stuff. This is like an, this was a New Japan match. This was Serena goes. Okay, how does Tanahashi do this? Here, let's do it like that. So it's dragon screw, dragon screw, reverse dragon screw, double dragon screw leg whip, where she whips Riho across the ring. I've never even seen that in my life. This, everything about this was great. Riho gets comebacks with her double stomps and all that, but she can't get the job done. Serenity lock, Riho has to tap, Serena D retains. My God. Wow. This match, again, highest praise I can give. Maybe the best kickoff match I've ever seen. Yep. 
it, to the point where we were like, I think it was the yeah, best. Yeah, we were like, how is this on the pre-show? But really, there was no place. There was no. It was already a stacked card. You couldn't have moved any of those matches to the kickoff. You just couldn't. Or no, the buy-in, I, or whatever you call it. It was the perfect place for it because they got me hook, line, and sinker. I could have, I could have not turned off this show after that match. Yeah. Anyway. So right, Taz and Jr. join commentary. It's double or nothing live, and we start proper and. This lineup, uh, now knowing what we know now about the Cody match, there's this isn't true anymore. But at this point, I'm writing, there's no pee break. How is that possible? But Cody, you could have peed during that match. Yeah, well, um, without it. We didn't know that. Um, so here we go. The Machine, Brian Cage, opens the show dressed like Cyborg versus Hangman Page. Did you hear the Usos talking about your mom's a cyborg? And yeah, he decided went, maybe to, he is the Usos' mom. Yeah. So once he again, won't be wearing that outfit again, I can guess. Right. Cage is once again confused because now before he was a cage, but he wasn't a man, but he was a machine, but a machine isn't a cage. And now he thinks a cyborg is a machine, but it's not. So it's part of machine part, but he's not a man, but so, okay. Anyway, he's, the match though, he's multidimensional. Yes, that's true. He lives in multi dimensions. Sure. Um, but the match is great. They do crazy big guy stuff. Brian Cage basically turns into Zangief and he's throwing, he's spinning. <laughs> like he's, it's, it's crazy, but they're stealing each other's moves. This is cool. Hey, it's, you know how JR constantly says, oh, it's a great big man match. But I yeah, this one actually this is. This is actually a great big yes. man match. And then, oh no, Brian Cage, who promised his goons wouldn't come out. The goons come out. And it's like, ah, oh, he was lying. But then Starks throws him the FTW title to cheat and Cage throws it back at him because he doesn't want help. And he tells Hook, get out of here. But that's a distraction enough to not know he's getting hit with a buckshot lariat and Page wins. And and Hangman Cage, Hangman Page <laughs> wins the match. But Cage, or Hangman Cage, and Cage argues with Team Taz and leaves. And he can't beat up Ricky Starks because Ricky Starks has a fractured neck. And he can't yeah, beat up Hook because Hook is like five years old. Yeah. Yep. So that was good. Wow. I don't sometimes AEW does things and I don't know how to react like subtlety where, you know, Cage is. Yeah. Cage has morals, but he's also heel. Yep. And they skipped a week. So I thought, oh, you're just dropping a storyline. No, they know what they're doing. Most of the time they know what they're doing. Not it's every hard time. for me to Most trust, time. Joe. It's hard. it's hard for me to trust. I know it is. WWE has betrayed us too many times. Um, they can't hurt us anymore. Yeah, they can. Every <laughs> week. they Every freaking week. Tag title every match. Monday. Moxley and Eddie Kingston against the Young Bucks. And oh my God, before the match, Moxley and Eddie jump the Young Bucks and kill them all over the arena. And they grab, create a wrestler, Cold Spray Man, Brandon Cutler, so he can't interfere. So they kill him too. Yeah. So. What are they saying? He's is orbital socket. Is that the one? yes? Is that what they love that? Yes, but I think that's real. Um, but the match yeah. starts. Um, Nick Jackson. Okay, did you get it? The hair dye, Nick Jackson. Did you understand? Well, keep going because. Well, probably not. They did. The commentators didn't understand what what's up with the why did he dye his hair that color. Oh, no, I don't. He's Macho Man. 
He even does the oh yeah, and he's spinning his finger in the ring, and not one person gets it. No, oh, one I person think, on commentary. He does the impression. Macho Man doesn't do. If you shaved like the the top of your head bald, maybe. Yes, okay, fine. He's not going to do that. That's stupid. My oh, point oh, is, okay. my point is, I shouldn't be the only one understanding this. Um, of course, this match is great. It's great. It's all the spots you want and more. Carl Anderson comes out though, and then I get a little upset because it's a little overbooked, and I I don't like that. But he comes out, and that's just a distraction. So Gallows can sneak up on Eddie, but Eddie sees Gallows and takes him yeah. out. But then Kaz, okay, Kaz is doing what he said he's going to do. He comes out and he starts beating up Anderson. He says he's going to take out all of the elite. So he's starting here. I wish he would have cost him the titles, but I know that's not the way this works. And Moxley, meanwhile, gets cold sprayed and busted open with a can of cold spray. It's all crazy. Oh, my God. Eddie grabs the the Dior's, the shoes, the muddy shoes, the, the, but, the, but the other shoes. He grabs them to do the... Dior's Day device. <sighs> Problem is, Excalibur knows the name of the move. Uh, you could guess it. I guess you could guess it. Anyway, four BTE. Okay, so so Moxley gets the BTE trigger. And I'm like, how? How is he? He's not going to kick out of that. But he won't, he won't go down. So they give him three more. And they pin Moxley. I am shocked. I would have said, well, obviously oh, Young Bucks are winning because, because Eddie's the weak link and he can be pinned and it's no problem. But Moxley can be pinned too and it's no problem. This is amazing. Moxley's Teflon. Listen, he I is now the fact that the AEW has so many wrestlers who are amazing. Jericho, Moxley, Lucha Brothers, who can take pins. It doesn't matter. They've made people Teflon. They're like, okay, they're in this feud. It yep. doesn't matter. Yep. There are no egos involved here. It's good. Can... Well, Ethan Page. Well, he's all ego. Oh, but okay. everybody else is only partially ego. Yes. So, yeah. I, by a... the way, I really like him. I... Well, he has something, and that's just he it. He does. I, yeah. I, you know, how I rarely call out. Like Bailey and I really call. Yeah, yeah, he has on, something. We we it remains to be but, seen here, but we will see it. I hope that's like the uh, guy I uh, stupid. Yeah, like you and your love for L.A. Knight or Eli Drake. Yeah, he's yeah. got something. I know, but I think his something is dead now. I know. Yeah, but as far as this tag match goes, wow! I couldn't be a bigger mark in this. Such a I great just, match. Such I, great I really talent. All four guys, so good. We report, we try to remain neutral, but I have to tell you, I mark out so much for a lot of this stuff. I know. I really do. I know. Oh my God. I was, I was marking out because I was there for it in real life. <laughs> and finally, oh my God. And finally, Eddie Kingston came out and said it. He said, Cesaro or Claudio <laughs> or whatever you want to be called is a freaking scumbag they did, yeah. So he's saying, yeah. And this all sounds like some kind of like thing for a future thing to happen. But oh my god, he's like, I never liked that guy when I was in when I was in the Chikara on my way out. Um, says it's Claudio, he wouldn't do the job. He wouldn't do the well, job for me on the way out. And it's like, oh my god, you're still holding on to that. That can't be real. I love Chikara. Chikara is. <laughs> It's like uh, 
it's a wrestling experiment like Rinka King or or uh, what was the the one that I love so much? The, Lucha Underground. Uh, what? Lucha, Lucha Underground. Underground. Yes. It's those <laughs> things that is what's great about wrestling. You can do stuff like that. But when you move on, who remembers how you Oh left my god. Chikara. I mean, so old. people leave Let Chikara and UFOs, so yeah. Yes. Not, my god. Really Forget anymore. it. Um oh boy. It's time for the Casino Battle Royal. Paul White comes out. Big shows on commentary there, like I said. Um, so Thank God they didn't put him in the ring because like the mistake they made with the weigh-in, if you would have put him in the ring before, you're like, oh, well, where's the big guy no one can throw out? Yep. He didn't do that. So. Yep. Okay, so how you do this match is they have it in suits. But if you remember how they used to some do it was suit. some kind of suit. It used to be too confusing. It used to be they would bring out a cluster of people all at once. Five guys at once. Excuse me, for the for the men and the women, and it was all confusing, and it was like, and I don't it, know what... And you know what that made it look like? It looked like TNA. Yep, it looked like jobbers, and it looked like junk. And everyone was on the same level, and they shouldn't be. So, this year they get it right. We want to see entrances. We don't yeah. care if it takes longer. We want to see who's next. That's exciting. So, five guys come out. But they act at the same time, but they give them, they let them all have their entrances. So first, first guy out, Christian Cage. Second, Matt Seidel. Then Powerhouse Hobbs. Then Dustin Rhodes. And finally, Platinum Max Caster comes out and does a rap. Now, Max Caster doing a rap. I would love to believe. Because he cut, he, he raps, he, he cuts a promo on each guy. So he does the thing about Christian not having an edge anymore and Matt side all slipping off the top rope and all this stuff. And Dustin Rhodes should paint his whole face because he's old. Okay. And he won't attack. He won't go after uh, Powerhouse because he's a heel too. But this, I would love to believe that he had 20 separate raps <laughs> ready. That would be so funny. Um, low blow to Seidel. So Caster gets rid of Seidel right away. Let's go, Seidel. He's out. Uh, Christian gets rid of Caster and gets booed. Oh, don't get rid of the guy that just did a funny rap. You don't want to do that, especially when you're the WWE guy. Yeah. Next yeah, suit. That's that's. Yeah. Listen, Christian's. There's a, there's a fine line here, and he's gonna have to turn heel soon. Yep. Uh, next suit, Diamonds. That's Big Money Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, uh, number ten, Preston Vance from the Dark Order. Um, oh, and by the way, Cassidy and Hardy are like hiding so they could attack Vance when he comes out, but it backfires and he just runs, runs him over and runs into the ring. Uh, Nick Camarado and Serpentico. Is that his name? Serpentico? Yeah. Yeah. He comes out with Crazy Louie. Comes out with Crazy Louie, Luther. Um, Luther chucks him into the ring and Serpentico goes right back out of the ring. So that's that. Uh, Ten and Camarado both get thrown out. Hobbs throws out Dustin. And now finally Hardy and, and Isaiah Cassidy get in the ring. And now the hearts come out. That suit. Uh, it's Varsity Blondes, yeah, Colt Cabana. No, not those hearts. Um, not like Kano. Varsity Blondes come out. Colt Cabana, Anthony Bowens, and Penta. And Colt and Bowens go out real quick. To the point where I don't think Bowens was squat that quick. But where's Hobbs and Christian? Because... They've been gone for a while and the commentators don't even know where they are. That's not good. 
Because no, not with faith. here's the thing. It looked like it was possible Christian was going to win this sh- this pay-per-view or this, sorry, this match. Yeah, that's, and that was the gimmick at the end. He, he was the guy you said, why do you attack one guy? In a, in a, and the reason is because that you might be the guy winning the whole thing. And when the commentators don't even know your point, and then they're talking about where are they, that means you're now pointing out to me that Christian might win and he's not even in the whole match. That's really not, and he's XWWE. All those things add up to getting booed. So be careful. Um, the last suit spades. It's Jungle Boy and man, is he over? And the crowd stands up and sings his theme like I've been waiting for. Finally, it's happened. Um, Mark, cra- Look, again, the crowd is the MVP of tonight because I don't think they ever got anything wrong. Not that you can be wrong. You got right. your opinions. No, they got it. Man, they got it. They they mirrored everything I was feeling. The yep. crowd did. Yep. Mark Quinn, Aaron Solo. Uh, come out and that's everybody except for no that's not right uh, Evil Uno and Big Shoddy Lee Johnson so that's everybody except for the the surprise so uh, Varsity Blondes are gone uh, Evil Uno goes out right away Jungle Boy gets rid of Penta now Hobbs is there and Christian's there all of a sudden and Christian gets rid of Hobbs right away so I don't understand what that was Maybe they were fighting to the back. Maybe they were dead under the ring. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Matt still has Private Party in there. So there's a group of three against Jungle Boy and Christian. And it's finally in a battle row. It's done exactly right. Yes. But the big surprise, the Joker, it's Leo Rush. Now listen, nothing wrong with Leo Rush. Leo Rush is fine. That's good. The problem is expectations. The problem is the crowd's thinking like, Oh my God, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Moots? Is it going to be, um, you know, some of them are probably saying it's CM Punk or whatever. But the point is you get your hopes up and then you get Leo Rush. So that okay, kind of like but, made the crowd go, oh. But the Joker is built into this match. You're never going to get away from it now. No, and you don't it's always need it to be a big surprise that's going to win the match. It could just be what it is. You know, um, but by by definition of that surprise last guy, it's always either going to be a disappointment or have to be somebody big. I know, but that sucks. It's better than Ryback. The Internet said it was Ryback. And I was like, it's not oh Ryback. My God, really? No. Yes. So I said, I know it's not Ryback. I don't know who it is, but I know it's not Ryback. Um, Matt Hardy gets rid of Leo Rush right away. So, wow, that was worth it. He does a lot of flipping around and stuff. Oh, he does. But again, he's so tiny and he's he's just so small. I don't know. But anyway, down to Hardy Party, Jungle Boy and Christian. Private Party go out. So we're down to Hardy Christian and Jungle Boy. So this is the problem here. It's WWE, WWE and the future of this business possibly. Christian befriends Matt and he's like, "We're WWE guys. Let's get him." But it's a swerve, and Christian was fooling him, and Matt he throws Matt out. So we're down to Christian and Jungle Boy. And this is very clever, because if if you have Christian win, then WWE guy won, and that is an instant heel turn yeah. for Christian. If you have Jungle Boy win, you could get the pop of ever in front of this live crowd. So either way, this is great. 
Yeah, there's no way to lose this. One way or the other. Yeah, there's no way to lose this 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 situation. No matter what you do here, it works. So let's see which one they do. Um, Jungle and you've and it makes sense because we've already talked about Christian going against Kenny Omega, so that would make sense. Or you have Jungle Boy against Kenny Omega in a you you're a joke kid match, which could be incredible. Either way, great. Jungle Boy almost goes out and he swings around the outside of the ring <laughs> around the post like he's in the jungle. It's amazing. Um, and then, well, he chucks out Christian. Christian's eliminated. Holy crap, Jungle Boy wins. The crowd goes insane. Marco Stunt and Luchasaurus come out to celebrate. Christian comes back in and he starts yelling at Jungle Boy. And he's like, you took my spot. That was my title shot. But then he hugs Jungle Boy. This is awesome for so many reasons. Passing the torch that keeps Christian face, at least for now, this is everything about this was good. Well, and it also, listen, low hanging fruit is low hanging fruit for a reason. You it's, it's undeniable. It's too tempting. Eventually we're going to get a stable of ex WWE people. We're that's how AEW is going to have to do it. If they resist that, I don't know how they do. But my worry was Christian was going to win this, get booed, and that was going to go down the road to ex WWE people stable. Yeah. And it didn't, which yeah. it will happen eventually. Could have, I'm glad could they have. Pushed it off. Yeah. But yeah, this was this was perfect. Yep. Perfect. Loved it. Uh, military appreciation thing because it's Memorial Day weekend with a cool dog there. There's a cool dog, dog. Yeah, they got canines. That's they cool. did. Um, and then. And it get wasn't a mo- Pharaoh who's scared of everything. I know. So. It's a dog that's used to like being around all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, Memorial Day video. And then the We Hate the UK for some reason all of a sudden match. It's Anthony it looks- Agogo with QT Marshall versus the American Dream Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson. Okay. okay. Give, let's again, apologies for AEW. Give them credit. They did something stupid. They're like, this is stupid. Let's get yeah. it over with. We're sorry. I you really say feel that? that's what's happening. You say that, and then if on Dynamite there's more to the story and leads to a flag match, I quit. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, the, no, yeah. There's got, this has got to be the end. I know. What you think. So here's what happens. They wrestle, and a go-go is busted open above his one good eye. Keep in mind, <laughs> this is the UK guy that we're supposed to boo that is a boxer that had to quit because he's blind, mostly blind in one eye. That's yeah, like not a story. Blind yes. In that eye. It's not a story. That's real. And I know Larry doesn't believe there's a machine that could test that, but there is. No, there's but, a, that person. It's real to a point. He's no 79.8465. Okay. Stop. That's not real. But now Cody has the guy blind and the crowd doesn't know what to do. Some chant USA. Some know that's wrong, but whatever <laughs> it is, it's not working. This match doesn't work. It's it a clunker. Go. Okay. This match was screwed from go. It's, I know. It's, it's like Jake the snake. It's out of time. It does. It's nonsensical. But I really but wanted to see a go, go. I'm like a big Balrog and Dudley fan. And I'm like, body blow. And also bear hugger and all that. I want to see this, but body blow. Cody gets his hand under the bottom rope and then vertebraker. Cody just wins. 
He just wins. And that's it. And the crowd's like, huh? Um. It was a good pee break. I understand it's the Memorial Day weekend and he's the American Dream, so he had to win. No, I understand that if the heel wins, then the feud thing. continues, and I don't want that. But if the feud still continues, I'm going to cry. Yeah. Well, wasn't there flags? Wasn't there... I know they forgot all about all that because they thought, let's just get this over with, I hope. I hope that's... I hope they're just being, okay, we need to just move on here. Yeah. So... It didn't work. It was... A bad experiment. Listen, we all know that no matter how good a pay-per-view is, there's the crowd cannot sustain this this these reactions this this way about them for a full four or five hours. It just no. you just can't. Okay. So there's gotta be a lull that was here. And unfortunately though, the next match is the TNT title match. And I think the crowd was still feeling that, like the air taken out of the, the arena and this match suffered because of it. And I liked the match, but it's not the match. I don't, I don't think it's a match. It could have been. And it made me sad, but it's Lance Archer against Miro for the TNT title. And Miro's dominating and just treating Lance Archer. Like, like, you know, like he's like some small guy. And JR says, "Eh, it's like a heavyweight boxer being able to take body shots at will. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's what the last match should have been. So they kind of botched that. Oh my God. Jake the snake comes out with the bag that's supposed to have a snake in it. Miro grabs, beats up Jake, grabs the bag, and then chucks the snake and murders it. I Maybe the last match just completely tainted this match for me. No, but. if I was going to say, if this match was would have been the second match of the night, there would have been so many... The crowd would have yes, they've been so into it, There's but nothing wrong with this match. Yeah, look, uh, Archer's like has his crotch on the middle rope, so Miro kicks the rope, so it's a low blow with the ropes on Archer. So he, they, but the ref can't really do much about that. And Miro puts out Archer with a submission, so so it works because Miro retains and he doesn't have to. Archer doesn't have to tap because he passes out. But yeah, the air was already taken out of it. It was sad, so. I, yeah. I, you know, I, good match, just not fantastic. Could have been good. Could have yeah, been better. A lot of times the best way to come back from the slowdown match is is high flyers. And yeah, this was the wrong this way. This was a big man yeah. match, which can go over great. But yeah. but the the problem with what you're saying, Larry, is usually then people would use that high flyer as the pee break. So Not if you're coming off a divas match, which I don't mean females. I mean... No, I know. Fans. You mean Cody. Um... Uh, they announced September. We get our uh, all-out pay-per-view, and it's in Chicago. Chicago, everybody. So, Chi-towns. Yes, that's what they say. AW Women's title match is now. It's Britt Baker with Reba, or Rebel, not Reba, versus Hikaru Shida. And, uh-oh, the crowd is cheering way too much for Britt Baker. Remember when, remember when Britt was a face that nobody wanted and then she's a heel but now she's too over and she's too good as a heel so now she's getting cheered but poor Sheeta is like the super baby face so this is really tough oh I love it I love it's it. I so, was so tough yeah oh my god this match was awesome I don't know though if it was better than the kickoff match 
No, no. it was really I, good though. But no, but listen, but why why compare them? They were both. I know, great. I know, they're both great. I am so sick of interference though. I can't take it. Please just give me a match. Rebel means to hit Sheeta with the crutch, but hits Britt right in front of the ref, and the ref does nothing. He's like, "You should get out of here." And while this we, is happening, okay. we have a problem in AEW with refs not keeping their back turned at the proper time. And all the refs are good. It's just lately things have not been working out. Right? Yeah. But while this is happening um, and Rebel's getting injected, Britt brings in the title and curb stomps Sheeta on it and puts her in the lockjaw and Sheeta has to tap. So even though Britt Baker completely cheated to win, the crowd goes insane with happiness. And it's so funny because I'm cheering too and the face just got screwed over and we're like, yeah! I know, but she's super face, which makes it better. Yeah, I don't know. It really worked. Britt Baker's the new champion. It's fantastic. Tony even goes over and hugs Britt Baker and I thought she was going to slap him after that, but this was just such a weird feel-good moment for the heel. It was so weird. Listen, we I love the fact that we called Britt Baker out when she was horrible and we praised her when she's good. That's what we do. Yep. But I really like the mat, the fact that she went up on the ramp and it was her moment. She had a great moment. She's had a lot of stuff and yeah. done a lot of hard work. That woman no. she did a lot of hard work to become to go from crappy to great. And Tony hugged her. There was a real moment of feeling there. And then when she turned back to the crowd, she had adopted a heel persona right now and yep. she looked healy leaving so i'm like good for you you know your stuff charlotte would have just cried like a baby. oh i know and it would have ruined the whole thing yeah yeah so she left as a heel i'm all good with it yeah she should have put tony in the lockjaw. <laughs> um that they may actually be saving that i know i agree scorpio sky and ethan page against sting and darby allen um, the, first of all, they get a weird, we get a weird intro for Sting and Darby. It's Boney Hawk with no skitchen. It's so sad because, has anyone said that yet? But anyway, no, um. I've never heard Boney Hawk. Boney Hawk, there you go. Um, but it's weird because Sting's driving in this convertible, old like 1960s convertible and, or 50s, I don't know what it is, but isn't it? gimmick that Darby's skitching and he grabs onto the back and no, he just gets in and then he stands uh, up wait, like he's going to do a stunt and he sits back already? down. What's that? Did they already do that? Maybe, but the no, they dragged his body behind the thing. Well, skitching, skitching. Okay. That's what the kids say. They do say that. But it's funny because then he stands up in the car and he's like, no, nah, we have a match. I can't. So that was funny. But this match, okay, listen, it's Sting. He is how old is Sting, Larry? Uh, 360, 360 years. Let's try. Please try. Oh, oh, am I playing the age of all? Yeah. Uh, 56. Okay. You're ridiculous. He's 62 and he goes out there. He goes out there. He starts out hot and I guess he can go just fine because he's jumping on people off of stuff. He's taking a suplex on the ramp and popping up. He's doing the stinger splash. He's doing his moves. He's not in there too long. He's in there for the right amount of time where he can shine and leave. He's in there for the crowd. He's in there to show that 
a 62-year-old man. He's in there to show you that professional wrestling is an art where anyone that that can try to learn this can learn this at pretty much any age. And it doesn't matter. It matters. It's all about the art no, and the magic. Marie. What's that? Eva Marie. We don't know. When wait till she comes back. She's evolution. Anyway. Um, oh, but so, you're also miss uh, the one other point. You're absolutely right about everything. But the other point is he is a legend who is in a feud match, not in a world title match. No, he's not taking the he's title from anybody. We'll get there. Hold on. We'll get there. But in the match, Ethan Page, this is an amazing spot. He picks up Darby, throws him out of the ring oh into the crowd onto Darby's own brothers. What a that cool spot. Throw, that throw was, I don't care if you die. That's me. risky That's, business. He, listen, I know we constantly, oh, he's flying over the top rope. That was a lot of feet. That's Lots scary. That was that really throw. scary. He went yeah. So far. I know. This is, let me tell you, this is a better match than I could have imagined because it's live. This isn't some cinematic thing that, oh, Sting can't do anything. He can, when he knows exactly what he's supposed to do, does his spots and gets the F out of there like he's supposed to. He's not sitting there with a chin lock on. He's not in there boring the crowd. He's making this crowd happy because in 2021, they get to see Sting in a match. This is, this is exciting. This is the and way a no legend should be used. About him being there. Right. But this is the way, this is the way a legend should be used. Yes. Three times a year, whatever. You don't have to see him much. You can see him on TV, but you don't have to see him wrestle much. This is how you do it. JR thinks yeah, Scorpio. Sh show me a legend who's interested in the new talent. This whole Darby yep. Sting thing is great. Mm -hmm. It all works. JR thinks Scorpio and Scorpion is ironic. No, that's coincidence. Uh, Scorpion Death Drop. Oh my God, Sting wins and is undefeated in AEW. How is that real? <laughs> Well, first of all, listen, he pinned Scorpio Sky. People are going to flip the F out and say, oh, no, that young kid Sting needed to get that new victory it's over. Match. It's a tag match. And it's on Scorpio Sky. It's not going to hurt him. He's a, a jerky heel now. He's fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. Sting, this crowd got to see Sting win a match with all his moves. That's exciting. Okay. And it, it and it didn't ruin the believability of it. it this wasn't, wasn't. It was a feud match. This was not the main event. This was not for any titles. This was just a match. Okay, so calm yeah. down. Three way match for the AEW titles now. Oh my God, that means that the heels winning and that um, inner circles on last, huh? Yeah. yeah, which is how it exactly should be because we were talking and Joe knows. As I said, I hate long anything. Well, not anything. But, no. Uh, I hate long pay-per-views. But the way this pay-per-view was paced out worked perfectly for Yep. Me. But this is Pac versus Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega. And Kenny comes out with all his titles and there's way too many of them and it's ridiculous. Um, this, listen, I'm not going to tell you every spot in this match. I'm going to tell you near the finish. This match is incredible. Watch this match. The, these guys, the timing between these three, you just need to see this match. Okay? There. And, and 
we talk about suspending disbelief. I went and I knew the finish of this match. I knew who was winning. I know, but you kept thinking but maybe they, you were wrong. Yeah. But they tricked me into getting, yep. I was into anybody winning. Yep. I, I was so into, okay, Orange Cast. oh my God, they could actually let him win. And then after I believed that, I was like, oh my God, they could totally fool me. And yep. Pat could, could win this. Yep. How you do wrestling. It's really Make good. me believe that anything is possible. Yeah. So a million good spots later, Orange Cassidy does the orange punch. He is going to win the title. And Don pulls out the referee and it gets nuclear heat. And we oh. get an F.U. Don chant that lasts seemingly forever. This was awesome. Cassidy is now that now it's reversed. And Orange Cassidy's going to tap out to the Brutalizer. So Omega's like, oh my God, I'm going to lose the title without being involved in the finish. Ah! And he attacks the referee and takes him out. Then he kills Pac with one the TNA title. Then he kills Pac with the other title. He uses all four of his titles to knock Pac out. The crowd is getting so mad. They're like, this is bull crap. Orange Punch out of nowhere on Kenny. And you're like, ah, could this be real? There's no referee. Second ref jumps in. Oh my God. You're like, ah, so close. One, two, no. Kenny quick pins with the crucifix pins Cassidy. Kenny runs out of there with his title. Nuclear heat. Oh my God. Wow. Joe, Joe, let me ask. When was the last time you saw a heel with so much heat and a face that was so over in the same. It's match. been a while. And Kenny has to really skate that line because the crowd, this match is so good. The crowd wants to cheer everything Kenny does, but he's like, no, remember me and Don were D bags. Keep that in oh, mind. Don, Don sold it. Don, that whole Don thing, pulling the, that totally sold the heel. Yep. Totally made the baby face. And listen, I know we're ignoring pack, but the fact that he's oh, so talented. He was so, so good in this match. All three guys were so good in this match. Please, everyone should watch this match. This match was a master class in a triple threat. Oh, yeah. And listen, I, I am not a wrestler, in case you didn't know. I don't know how hard a triple threat is to do. But I know as hard it's to to make fans enjoy it, it's one of the hardest matches ever. And this is one of the best triple threat matches yep. I've ever seen. I they, was so into it. Yeah. Really good. They announced full gear for November 6th, and that's going to be in St. Louis. So there you go. And and this is, let's stop right here and put a pause. We always, I talked to Joe off air about how I just, WWE with a network and now with, has ruined pay-per-views and you're like paper who who is going to pay per pay for a pay-per-view this pay-per-view was worth the money this was really worth was. every penny and i can't believe i'm saying that now i i would i would have flipped out if this was 15 years ago this pay-per-view was so worth the money yeah the fact that we're in a place now where everything is free and i can say this was yep. worth the money oh it was so, oh, so I worth it. Curse about how, how good this paper yep. was. Yeah. Now we're almost done. Tony is in the ring to sell uh, AEW Rampage that starts this August on Friday nights. <laughs> and you know who's going to be on Rampage as a, a special giant analyst? Lizard named a, gi- lizard. a giant lizard, a King Kong, and for some reason a giant wolf. Um, <laughs> nope, it's their newest signee, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. So 
They have Big Show on the one show, Mark Henry on the other. Oh my God, that means that the trifecta is complete. Because remember, remember that night that Randy Orton was backstage at Legends and he was like, Oh yeah, he was going to beat he was up like, all the hey, big old show. guys. Hey Big Show, you suck. You're, bi- you're retired. You're big. Go away. Hey Mark Henry, you only have one you're leg. Hurt. Why do you only have one leg? Get Go away. <laughs> hey Christian, you're so old. What are you doing? Oh my God, this is so They're bad. all here now being used. Maybe not Christian. Christian, okay, he's fine because he's still an active wrestler. Big Show and Mark Henry are not. But there, Tony Khan found jobs for them. But Mark, but but yes, Randy Orton did kind of call it though. So true. Now let's point out as far as booking a pay per view, this has been four hours, and and I love wrestling. Four hours of wrestling is a lot. Now we switch over. It's okay, and I know a lot of you have done this out there. You've watched a pay per view or something like this was fun. Now I'm going to watch something else. This is what this felt like. Yeah. Yep. This was genius booking, right? The way they switched it was amazing. But before we say that, let me tell you one thing, though, Larry. There is one person missing because it wasn't a trifecta. It was the diamond of power. And that is Ric Flair. <laughs> because Ric Flair. Oh, I don't remember. I know. I don't either. But remember, hey, Rick. Hey, Rick, why are you so old? You're old now. Remember how old you are? Well, you're even older now. Like a billion. So, yes. no, no. Okay. They took the the three. Yeah, I don't. The three them. you could do something with, they took. Okay, main event, it's time for a change. Stadium Stampede, oh my God, Pinnacle versus Inner Circle. So MJF shows up in a limo at the football field. and inter- Now, at first we thought this. We thought, this sucks because the crowd's got to sit there and watch this on the Tron because yep. this happens at the football field, not in the Daily's place. So I thought, at first, this is going to be sad for them because we've still got to get a live reaction from them for this match. Well, they were like, Tony Khan's like, and Jericho were like, uh, yeah, we'll fix that. And they did. So MJF shows up in a limo, inner circle. He's like, where's inner circle? They repel to the field. And that's good because no, nothing has ever gone wrong with that. So I'm glad they do. <laughs> so they all come down on wait, wires. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Bread on Raw? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. That's on Raw. Okay. Yep. I was. I remember if it was on SmackDown. I forgot it, but go. I don't know. I was going to. I was thinking about coming in and parachuting in with a machine gun, but uh, that's just water <laughs> under the bridge. I don't want to be bitter about it. Oh, the fork. I was going to repel in, but then I remembered <sighs> there's nothing, not one thing I regret in my life. I wouldn't change a thing except for that repelling, but I'm not going to say that on the documentary for some reason. I'm not going to be bitter about it. I'm not going to be bitter about it. Um, anyway, uh, so Pinnacle shows up in an FTR's truck, but okay. This oh yeah, kill- you, you forgot to mention poor Jack. Jack was coming down on his, I, I imagine he's pretty big. That's got to be hard to repel. He was like the guy, he was the guy behind. He's like, wait up for me, guys. I'm he was, too. he was, but here's, okay. I have a huge problem with continuity here. Stu- really, Joe? Yes. What? This is different. That's this not is, the point. Wrestling fans have to realize Larry. that sometimes things are different. Larry. No. Yeah. Stupid comedy ref that got murdered by Kenny Omega yeah. is perfectly fine. He's right here running around. 
because this was pre-taped. Do you want to know the other four people that noticed that in the United States, Joe? Because I can get you their addresses. That's fine. I'm telling you that that took me out of it, but I still love the match, okay? Okay, I'm saying that's a you thing. I'm saying get get out of here, stupid comedy ref. Uh, That was gross. Uh, But anyway, this match is the perfect mix of violence and comedy. Everyone, I'm not, again, not going to go through all the spots. I'm going to tell you that you need to see this match. Everyone pairs up, though. We get a segment with Jericho against MJF where they fight all over the place. We get a segment with Hager against Wardlow where they fight all over the place. We get a segment with Sammy against Chairman uh, Sean Spears, and he's that, sitting in uh, listen, a room of chairs. Have, how much have I, how much have listen, I pooped on him? You've said Chairman Spears is garbage for a long time I and said he's nothing. pooped on him forever. This was his, for me, his best his greatest hits, his shining moment. This was really, close. he did great in this. First, he's sitting in a, it's corny, but he's sitting in a room with chairs because he's the chairman. Um, he's fighting Sammy. They're fighting all over the place. He goes and he, he's choosing what weapon he wants to use between bolt cutters, a oh, baseball. Wait, he throws away the bolt cutters. Well, hold on. I know. Right now. I know. Well, that's okay. He does. That becomes important later. Because like I said, Larry, I'm not going to go through every spot, but he does throw I away know. the bolt cutters, which leads to later when he handcuffs Sammy. He does. Sammy then can use those to escape. So that was cool. But he has his choice. He has the bolt cutters or he has the baseball bat or he has a lead pipe and he chooses a chair. And guess what? He does a little dance. And I was like one of two people on this whole planet, I think, that got it because I looked on Twitter and only one person besides us is talking about it. And it was, he was doing, remember that, um, fat boy, slim, uh, Christopher Walken video, the weapon of choice video. So he's doing the weapon of choice dance weapon of choice. It's such a great song. Did you watch the video, Larry? Okay. Listen, I watched five hours of wrestling. I was trying to go to bed and you sent me that video. I watched it three times because it's so funny. It's so good. But anyway, Spears gets it. And for the first time I get him, I think, because he dances and does the Christopher Walken weapon of choice dance because he's thinking weapon of choice in his head. Who else is thinking that besides me, him, and one other person on Twitter? That was amazing. Um, And listen, listen, I dislike him as much as I dislike Brett Baker. And you hear how much I like Brett Baker now. I'm just saying this might have been a turnaround for him. Yeah. Could have been. It was really good. Well, and he also did that really good segment at the restaurant and he did a really good promo at the one oh. at, the, at the parlay. So he's done three when good he things. Became, when he went to Pinnacle, listen, my problem with him is like QT Marshall. It was too much. There was too much of, oh, look, I'm this. Look, I'm that. Look, I'm, when he went into Pinnacle, yeah. I, I slowly evolving into maybe yeah. sort of thinking he's not the worst thing ever. Yeah. There you go. Um, so then, um, we even have a segment where we're at the disco, as Tony says with <laughs> well, Santana, this yeah, Santana and Ortiz versus FTR with DJ super Conan. So oh DJ God. Conan is in there. This is a fight and it's a bar fight. It's really good. Here's the thing though. All these segments are great. I'm leaving out a million spots because they're so good. You should just see them. I don't want to spoil them. But it ends in the ring for the crowd. Sammy and Spears go to fight in the ring. So the crowd 
back into it. They're no longer watching a pre-tape. Now this part's live and yeah. Spears they, sets up. Go ahead. They even, well, hold on, before you go that, you even, let's, listen, this, I called Joe after the pay-per-view and I was gushing about the pay-per-view. And I told Joe that my expectations from wrestling are so low yeah. that when they do something that I've thought of, I'm excited about that. I'm like, that's what I would do. AEW does stuff better than I've thought of. And that gets me giddy with, yep. I was giddy because the whole time we're watching this film thing, I am thinking this is man. Fantastic. I love the fact that I watched a long wrestling pay-per-view and I was tired. They took me into the cinematic thing. I'm totally bought in again, but like Joe said, I love the crowd. I wish they were here with me. They, br they bring Jericho and MJF, the two main players, back through the crowd. The audience, we see them come through that crowd. The crowd is going crazy. They're fighting down. the, And then they go into the ring thing. I couldn't have done this. I couldn't have thought of this. This was so well very, out. And, very smart. And when I was talking to Joe, I'm like, Joe, I don't know. Who is writing all this stuff? Who is this good? Because and when I, I see something in WWE, I'm like, oh, Paul's doing this. And he's, I will, right. And so I will tell you, out, there is a conglomerate that's of the people thing. who it's are, a, you know, it's a maybe, think tank. maybe I could be part of that. Right. I would be part of something making something bigger than myself. I might be able to throw in one good idea. Let me tell you. Joe could throw in one good idea. Right. There's so many good ideas here. It paid off so beautifully. And that's, and I, Right. And that's where you got it right where where you asked, how is any person doing this? Like, how are they thinking? That's the reason it's good is because that's not what's happening. What's happening is TK is coming up with this and Jericho is coming up with this. And then and then Guevara suggests this. And then the chairman suggests this. And then this guy says this. And then they add this and they become improvers and they work together to make you a product that is good the best that you can make. That's why the office was so good. It's not just written by a guy. It's written by a think tank of smart comedians and smart writers. And then they work together. They make way too much content and then they trim it down to the best. There is a way to make a quality product. And AEW is figuring that out as they go. And it's working. WWE has a completely different mindset on this where you hire 50 writers. They all write a bunch of crap, sometimes separately. And then you have one guy that just vetoes it all. Yeah. Throws it all out. So that's not going to work. Why this was, works. Why was the Simpsons so good? Do you know how many Simpsons writers have went on to do good things? There was like, like a cast of writers. Yes. There wasn't even a cast of characters. Yes. A cast of writers throwing out all kinds of crazy stuff. And like Joe said, you have 50 good ideas. You you whittle it down to 10. Think how good those ideas are. Yep. And then you knock that down to four and you got gems on your hands. Um. So this match ends in the ring, like I said, with, oh my God, Sammy stomping Sean Spears' head through a chair and then hitting the 730 splash. An inner circle win with Sammy getting the pin. Yep. Not hurting Spears at all by doing this. Spears is now my favorite guy because of the the weapon of choice thing and the fact that he took the pin. He's not my favorite, but you know, I don't hate him. And they celebrate the inner circle come out, they celebrate in the ring with fans, fireworks going off, and they all sing the Judas song. Wow. 
Uh, could okay, you two things? Number could one, could you build other than the Cody part? Could you build a better pay per view than this? Number one, I want two things. I want to say one. Jericho and MJF weren't in the finish. Nope. They let Sammy get a pin, which is great. And it's what you said. Sean Spears took the pin. Yep. And is a bigger star by far yep. after this match than Agreed. I ever considered him. And secondly, <sighs> really so worked. That right there, I love when stuff like that happens. And secondly, this is one of the best pay-per-views I've ever seen. And that's 40 years of watching wrestling. Yep. That's crazy. It's re- excellent, excellent show. Um, we have to get the emails because there's a million of them. So could you read some emails, please? Probably not because I have you could to try. Safari. Yell at me for using Safari. Uh, Are you still using Safari? <laughs> I love, love it. Are you 100? Uh, wait, a de- wait, well, that's an old one. Upcoming. Oh uh, no, WWE Devil or Nothing. Oh, that good. Probably be what we're talking about. There we go. Uh, this is entirely just thoughts email, so I will be brief. <laughs> feel free to sound the alarm. Okay, it's only like four points, so we're not going to sound. All like right. I really love that Moxley took the pain. Me too. Instead of Kingston, it would have been such an easy thing to do, and instead they chose to have Moxley take the pin and protected him by having him take four BTE triggers. To justify Fair enough. Yeah, perfectly. That's not a thought. That's a fact. The Cody match should have been on the pre-show where it belonged. The only plus side is it may have helped Cody in his trademark claims for American Dream since they were leaning on rejecting him because it wasn't being used mm. in Yeah, but wrestling. once, I don't know. Hmm. Couldn't even bother to beat him with a finisher. Felt like Triple H versus... Kozlov. Oh my God, Kozlov. Remember that? Yeah, no, not until I saw Uh-oh. that name. Three. Do you think Triple H was somewhere watching that title match with a second screen, watching Neville versus Zayn for the NXT title, just throwing furniture and plotting Vince's murder? Maybe, but also, um, yes, but also, uh, Cody in New Japan, Cody's finisher. He did use that as a finisher, the verb breaker. So. Four, having the main event not in front of the fans for the most part was an odd choice, but at least they got the finish in the arena. Why not put that one before the title match? Oh, no. I, no, no, no. That Because cause the, the faces wanted the end and there were fireworks. You can't. No, the nuclear heat shouldn't have been the end of the pay-per-view. You can't do that every time. That's That would have been the worst thing. Um, for. I mean, that's WWE. That's what they did, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That, is, that is WWE's idea right there. And, and But reverse it, double it, and half it again. Yeah. We always complain about how it's such a trope of send the, send the crowd home, home yeah. happy. That's like a trope. It's like, oh, that's old. There's a that's, reason that's a trope. No, it, yeah. That's why it worked here. It, God, that crowd must have been delirious seeing that pay-per-view. Yeah. They went Excuse through me. so many emotions. They had so much fun. I, I know it's been a long time since we've seen live crowds. And again, the the MVP of this pay-per-view was just seeing a live crowd have so much fun. I, fr- I knew I missed it. I didn't realize how much I missed it. Yeah. And it says, sorry for the length. I'll take your answer off air from Lunatic Mainstream. Yes, thank you. We have many more, Larry. Go. Uh, I don't even know what that is, so I will let you read it because I'm scared of it. Uh, Dear Smart Wrestling Friends. 
for a company that's generally very good at putting on wrestling show, AEW has terrible luck on pay-per-views. <laughs> From the damp squid, like a like a shot, like Squib. a gun thing. Yes. Like a fake gun. On of Revolution 2001, exploding ring. Oh, I, I know. To the terrible botches of All Out 2020. Okay, that was early. To the terrible... I don't even know what this word is. Jabali. Remember he wrestled? It was Jabali oh, against was against like a, Nakazawa, and it was so dumb. Remember that? I thought that was like, I thought Jabali was a way of saying horrible. No, that That's was so a guy. Jibaley. Remember, that was a Jibaley. guy. Yeah. Jabali match at the first Fighter Fest. Pay-per-view has always been unexpected weak point. From Revolution 2000, which was one of my favorite shows of all the time, to a spot where Dustin Rhodes gropes an unwilling woman. Yeah, it was uh, Hager's wife. Um, what makes me even happier is to say Double or Nothing was one of the best pay-per-views that AEW has ever done. What best pay-per-views? He said it was the best, Larry. Now, okay. it wasn't just the matches were good, although many of the matches were stellar. It was that everything from the winners to the matches to the overproduction had thought and consideration behind it. The women's title match wasn't a pee break. The Joker and the winner of the Battle Royal were both pleasant surprises. Even the Cody match was a show taste of a go-go rather than just a Cody indulgence. Eh. Apart from the dressing dressing as the Highlander from the Amazon show, of course. Oh, the part that stood out most right. was how well the show <clears throat> elevated talent. Jungle Boy looked like a young god in the Battle Royal. A go-go was amazing for his first full-length match. And Paige and Sky were actual threats to facing Sting and Darby. I agree. Sean Spears was hilarious and capable as the Phantom of the Chair dimension. And at the heart, we had Sammy Guevara redeeming his loss from last stadium stampede and getting the pin in front of the, an adoring crowd. AEW should be proud of the show as they step out of Daly's place to a wider Oh, world. but he calls it Faley's place. That's awful. I love... I, I, I love Daly's place. I do I too. Thunderdome. To a wider world, this kind of show is what will make people pay, pay attention. Pay attention. Thanks, smart wrestling fan, A.W.E.N. Thank you. You almost read that right. Um, But also, not really. But um, also I wanted to say, again, there's so many spots in the in the two main events that you I don't didn't want to spoil. But I will say that, yeah, there's this. Remember, last year, Sammy got pinned and Sammy got run over by a reindeer um he was afraid of golf carts remember that well this year he gets to be in a golf cart but anyway go watch the match honestly listen we always say go watch the match watch this pay-per-view outside of the cody match i enjoyed everything i know every not just enjoyed i was into it was it. really really high quality so go next email go we still I have Raw. We still have so much stuff. That's not all. You can't. Really? I have one that I don't know if I can read. And well, no. Don't, says don't read the one you don't think you can read. I just thought you had another email. Okay. No, a lot of people send them to you because they know That's I'm... Billy D writes in and says... Oh, Billy D. Williams. Uh, says, hi, smart people. What a difference the AEW crowd makes. This is absolutely the most fun pay-per-view since Revolution 2020. Or as Larry would say, Revolution 2000. Um, although I'm <laughs> uber bummed out about Sheeta losing the women's championship, I totally understand Britt had to win it. 
Who do you think had the biggest reaction during Double or Nothing? The reaction of the crowd when Jungle Boy won the Casino Battle Royale was one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Thanks for all your awesome content, Billy D. Thank you. Um, I, there were a lot of big pops, but Britt Baker, I mean, that was that was pretty huge. Um, the Jungle Boy win was good. Um, there were a few, but you and Hangman Page as well. There were a few. You could tell who is over now. You got your and Hangman. Here's who's over in this company. Hangman, Darby Allen, um, Jungle Boy, Britt Baker. And then I would say last Orange Cassidy, because I thought he would be more over than he was. He was really over, but I thought it would be a bigger reaction. But not everybody gets him still. It, so that's 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 still going to be cooking. But you're not... You're not wrong for not getting him. It's a taste thing. I don't think you're wrong for not getting him. If you tell me he's not your cup of tea, I'm good with that. Even though I love him, you know, sometimes it, sometimes things aren't everybody's thing. And that, that I could totally understand why that is not your thing. Yeah. But a lot of, and I will defend WWE right here. You can't have somebody over in WWE who you're cheering because you love WWE because no one does. Yeah. There are people, the people you named, they are great and they're doing a fantastic job, but some of the cheering is like, yay, AEW. When you're cheering Jungle Boy, you're saying, yay, AEW also. Yeah. You yeah. can't, you, no one is saying, yay, WWE. Who's, no, there's no dub yeah. dub E chant. Remember that. There's not. Okay. Uh, this email, hi guys, just dropped me a quick email to say, Double or Nothing was so close to being the best wrestling show I've seen in years and I had a great time tweeting with you about it. My only complaint, this is from Electric Giblets. My only complaint <laughs> is the Cody story. Keep nationalist storylines back in the 80s, please. Maybe as a Brit, my perception is skewed, but I don't see how Gogo is in the heel is the, is the no. heel in this. He's not. This is Cody botched this whole thing. Um, as a tweet, I saw Cody created... <laughs> Racial unity in America by beating a visually impaired mixed race Olympian from another country. <laughs> yes, that is the story. That's what we're supposed to believe. It's unbelievable. Um, I've been so put off by the angle from the start and was trying to convince myself it'll be fine in the end because the story progressed. It would show Cody. It's actually a deluded heel. Believing it. No, he's never turning heel. He doesn't want to be Jeff Jarrett. If he turns heel, he's Jeff Jarrett. That can't happen. Uh, as Amy pointed out on the night, Florida is a place where that wouldn't have worked. A rare misfire for AEW, uh, in my opinion. Perhaps they should have just told a completely different story. I hope they do now. Unfortunately, I left such a sour taste in my mouth, I couldn't really enjoy the Miro-Lance Archer match. Look, and that's kinda, exactly what yep, you said. That's what we said. Um, and it kind of halted the momentum of the show for me. Up to that point, it was fire, including the pre-show match. Seriously, how good is Serena Deeb? Luckily, Sheeta and Britt Baker got the night back on track, and I st overall still love the show. Thanks for providing me with endless hours of entertainment through the years with the podcast and live-tweeting pay-per-view events. Thank you. Oh, and he says, um, if you play video games and you like wrestling, try journeyofwrestling.com. It's a free uh, browser-based it's like a booking simulator thing. I checked it out. He told me to check it out, and I did. So that's cool. And he says, also, P.S., ever considered doing another fantasy draft episode? I used to love those. Um, it, It's really tough to do now. 
um, because uh, I think we care so little about WWE and know that whatever we say, they're not going to do. And so we don't want to be disappointed. It's a horribly stale product. It really is. So, and I'm sad to say that NXT's mixed into that staleness because by not bringing anybody up half the time, you have guys like Adam Cole that have been there for like 50 years and have been on every War Games match. And it's like, that that's their, that's their ceiling. And it shouldn't be. They should be on live TV on Monday nights. And he's not. And it's sad. So... All right, we have to get to Raw because we, my God, it's we're already at three hours and we're not even at Raw That's yet. That's okay. So. This is this no, it's is fine. We have a lot of content. There was a lot of stuff today. So Monday Night Raw live from that stupid arena that gets disassembled on July twelfth. So I can't wait for that. <laughs> uh, Memorial Do you Day. Be there with a hammer, Joe. Just... I wish I could help take it apart. Oh my God! And I would go, oops, and keep breaking things as I take it apart so they can't <laughs> reuse it. Oops, I dropped another one. Oh. I must have hit that too hard. Um, Memorial Day opening, which means low rating incoming. And if we had the fourth rated, low rated, lowest rated show last week, it it's entirely possible that this could be in the top two or three um, lowest rated shows of all time. I know we don't usually count holiday shows in that, but like we usually say, of non-holiday shows, it was this number or whatever. But we'll find out. Um, here we go. First appearance, new commentator, Jimmy Smith. First of all, we learn he can read. So that's good because when he has to throw to something or when he's reading his lines that they're feeding him, he is perfectly fine. Oh, I think he's very good at the reads to throws and, and any of that. He's fine. And I'm not going to even make fun of him. He misses one cue at the beginning, but I'm not going to make fun of him because he's new and he's got to learn the timing. Okay. But yeah. Let's just talk about him as we go. So tonight, the matches are Drew McIntyre against Kofi Kingston. The winner goes against Lashley at the pay-per-view. And AJ and Omos, for some reason, have a tag title match against Elias and Riker because Riker pinned AJ in a terrible match. Um, and also Reginald versus Shayna Baszler, of course. That was booked in the main event last week in the fourth lowest rated Raw of all time. But at, at least there's more than one match booked tonight. Yes, and that's the thing. At least we know some of the things we have to look forward to, which they rarely ever do on Raw or WWE TV. So, Miz is back already. We'll find out why. He's in the ring, but new guy, Smith, says, Miz and Titus O'Neil went from the Indy 500 to the ring right now. And it's like, that's Morrison. That is not Titus yeah. O'Neil. Even if Titus O'Neil was at the Indy yeah, 500, sure he's not here. Yes. That mix up all the time. Uh, Miz TV time with Miz and Morrison. Miz talks about how he got injured for the first time ever in his career. And they're, again, I don't know why no one's noticing this but me. They're not allowed to say zombie on Raw. You can't. You can't say it. Why? What is I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they made an agreement with USA a long time ago. No zombies on Raw. Maybe, maybe somebody at the Works of USA saw the relaunch of ECW and said, no zombies ever allowed. No zombies. Yeah. Anyway, um, Morrison is wearing a gigantic garlic necklace made of garlic, garlic bulbs, keep in mind, in case they get attacked by vampires. And he's also afraid of aliens, too. But he also has a drip stick that says drip stick, and all it is is one of those water sprayer things. 
And this makes Miz say, I love you. And they're like, they love each other. Well, over the water sprayer? What? I don't, that had nothing to do with anything. Heading for a Miz Morrison breakup? Sure. Well, but with Miz not being being cleared to wrestle, there's no point them breaking him up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, but I'm saying we were heading there, right? I didn't Correct. Imagine. No, you didn't imagine it. We were heading there and they had to stop it. Um, Miz introduces his guest today. Charlotte comes out. She's the first guest. Um, Marson sings her theme and he is tone deaf. He is awful. Um, Charlotte looks the necklace up and down and is like, ew, that stinks as she comes into the ring. Because by the way, WWE lies to you and says that completely delicious fresh tomatoes are rotten. And they also want you to think that a bulb of garlic smells terrible. Does WWE just not understand how produce works? Wow. Okay. When was the last time Vince was in the grocery store? Loaf of bread. I'm going to guess like 10 bucks. Is that right? (laughs) $10 for the loaf of bread. Okay. So um, gallon of milk, $30, right? It's a lot of milk. So Charlotte, who just looked over that necklace closely, looks over at Morrison and goes, what is that smell? Charlotte, you're bad at this and you should feel bad. Rhea Ripley comes out and Charlotte all of a sudden looks miserable. She went from I'm in a good mood to I hate my job. What was that? Is there something going on here? I'm just, listen, I'm overwhelmed by the fact that every time she comes out, I can't recognize her because she does her makeup different. That's I mean, okay. it's okay to do it different, but wow. Fair enough. She looks like a different person Fair enough. every time. Morrison but thinks... I recognize, I recognize the Cruel, Cruella de Vil gear that's she true. wears constantly every week. now. This time, not Dalmatians, but still. Um, so, Morrison thinks that Rhea is a vampire. New guy sure isn't talking much. He really doesn't want to say much because he's, he's like, Hashtag lost the cross. Like he has nothing to say. Um, I'm good with that. I know. I know. He's very scared. Um, They mentioned that Rhea couldn't beat Nikki Cross and Nikki comes out and she wants a title shot after the pay-per-view. And I say, why not? Right. Well, well, let's see who else. Nobody. Nobody. Here's what Rhea says, though. Rhea goes, well, if I had four minutes, I would have beaten you. That's double, you idiot. What <laughs> line was... Why'd they do that? Anyway, Nikki says, Charlotte, I can I can beat you in two minutes. And Charlotte goes, well, I can beat you in one minute. Name that tune. And Nikki slaps her in the face. And Charlotte, did you hear this? She has to back off and change her words. Because she was either going to call Nikki a curse word or a slur. So that's nice. Oh, I, well, yeah, okay. I heard she was going to curse, yes. Something slur. bad was coming out. I don't know which one. Anyway, new guy says, oh, God. Okay, so he says, and again, he doesn't know who these people are, so he has no idea what he's saying. He's like, during the break, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, this match is official. <laughs> the Adam Pierce against Sonya Deville? He's trying to say they made the match, but he doesn't know who they are. So he's not sure if the sentence he's given is right. Don't question it. Just read it. Anna Pierce and Sonya Deville, this match is official. Okay. Charlotte versus Nikki Cross in a two-minute challenge. Graves says this is a human game of cat and mouse, literally. Nope. 
Especially mm-hmm. in a night when we have the word literally used well, correctly. Wait, that, that was supposed to be a surprise, but yes. Charlotte horses around a bunch, and then Nikki wins. Of course she wins. Nikki, listen, Charlotte and Rhea, they weren't even trying. Let me tell you that right now in their matches. And this time, Charlotte's like, Rhea, it is all your fault that I lost. But, it, okay. okay. Well, first off, they've given Charlotte that line. So she repeats it six, seven oh times. Oh, my God. She says it so much. And secondly, I understand when Rhea lost that challenge because she got... But now Charlotte understands what's going on. Yes. And, and the gimmick and yes. all she has to do is... And all she does is horse around instead of yep. trying to win. Oh, my God. Charlotte and Rhea both look like morons. But anyway, backstage, Damian Priest and Riddle, for some reason, are talking. And they talk about now, being on the road. Damian Priest is alive after... That's know, true. Good coming. point. He said... Okay, so everybody who does nothing just stands around backstage, we yes. find out tonight. Yes. Um... They they talk about being on the road. Oh my god! And Riddle says Aka instead of AKA. And Damian Priest is like, "You mean AKA?" And he's like, "Yeah." Orton, I wish Riddle wasn't a scumbag because this was so funny. Orton is right behind Riddle, of course, like he always is. Then Orton says, "You know what, Riddle? Listen, use the RKO last week. I was going to be mad, but I was you impressed me against Woods. That was really good." He says, "I know it's probably going to backfire, but I want you I to like come." That part. Yeah, he's like, but I want you to come to ringside and watch me wrestle later, even though that's up next, but whatever. He's like, well, I want you to watch my match. Maybe you can learn some things. And Riddle's like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And he won't shut up. And this time Orton tells him, be quiet. Riddle locks his mouth. Orton takes the key again, but this time he throws it away. And when Orton leaves, Riddle looks for the key and he can't find it. This was so funny. It was, it was really, listen, I don't like Orton, but this but is this was really good. entertaining me. Yes. Wow, I'm shocked. The, f- how, the first hour Raw is good. What? Xavier Woods comes out. They once again say that SummerSlam is on it. Not, it's not a typo, Larry. It's Saturday, August 21st for some reason. Um, the match is Woods against Orton with Riddle there. And the new guy thinks you ride inside a scooter. It's like a car. Okay. Yeah. He calls. Oh, Larry. He calls what happens. We go to break when we come back. He calls what happened before the break last time. Hey, these are all. I know, but the point is, these are they threw him to the wolves. Yes. Yeah, so give him a break. I'm trying, but I'm still telling you what he's doing wrong. I'm not going to, okay. I'm not going to forgive him because he's not Adnan Verk. No. Okay. But it's it listen, I I breezed over everything. I was okay. I know, but that's because that's what you do. You're like you're do. like, that's last period. I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep through this. That's you, Larry. That's it what is. you do. So you're like, I've seen uritis. It's the last year. I don't need to do nothing. Okay, so <laughs> am I wrong? No, um, absolutely not. So yes, remember when we come back from break and when last last segment was last time on Raw? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Orton points at Riddle. This is amazing. So he's the wrestling. He points at Riddle. And you think he's going to do the RKO. He does the bro Derek. He steals Riddle's move and wins with it. And Riddle goes insane with happiness. This is so good. 
can't believe I'm bought into it, but I am. Riddle was the dumbest thing going backstage when he would hang around with New Day. It was the stupidest stuff you've ever seen. It was all drugs jokes and it didn't make any sense. Now, no drugs jokes, just the character and him and Morton just work. Odd couples because, don't okay, always the work. The is because you didn't think things were going to change. When you saw him backstage with New Day being a druggie, you're like, that's what I'll see next week. Yep. The The first hour of Raw was full of things that made me wonder what was going to happen yes. next. And that's how you write wrestling. What is going to happen next? Exactly. Shayna Baszler comes out. But backstage MVP and Lashley are with Lashley's ladies. And the one that was half naked last week almost has yet another wardrobe malfunction this week. So that's great. What? Okay. The ladies walk in and then they turn around or surprise. Yes. Lashley even though they're walking in with Lashley, I thought. Jeez. I don't understand like, this. Oh, look, you're here. Yeah, he's, he's here. Right behind. Or didn't you? you okay. just got here. Backstage, Reginald tells Nia Jax. She's like, let me go out there with you. And he's like, I don't need protection. Just stay back here and watch the main event backstage. I mean, main event. Watch my match backstage. Oh, my God. Uh, Shayna versus Reginald. Um, oh, new guy says that Reginald is the Samayay instead of the Somalia. So he can't. Okay. That's not a real thing. Graves should have corrected him. But Graves is way either afraid of Smith. He oh, knows no, Smith could kill him. So he's letting Smith say things, unlike yeah, I Verk. Think he's just happy someone else is there. It's not that he bullied Verk every week. He made fun of everything Verk said wrong, and he's letting Smith say wrong things like every other sentence. So, anyway, Larry, you're gonna you are the the te- the test audience. You are like what most people are gonna say. They're so wronged by Verk and by bad commentary that they're going to think this guy's great like you do. And they're That's not, a, I didn't say it was great. I know, but happy. I'm saying they're going to go, wow, this guy, because he's, he's not the worst thing ever. So, yep. That's exactly. I know, I'm but I'm saying I can't give him a pass like that. I will you say, can, but I can't. That's fine. I will say he's better, but he's still new and he needs to prove himself to me. So anyway, Oh my God, in this match, Reginald does a body slam. And then he immediately apologizes to Shayna. And I couldn't believe he did a wrestling move and I was so happy. How is... Okay, but then Shayna starts trying to break Reginald's leg off. Okay, it's MMA fighter against Reginald, the non-wrestler. How is Reginald not tapping in five seconds? This match doesn't make any sense, but it was entertaining. Shayna's about to win. Fire goes off again. Roll up. Reginald wins. Oh my God. He's pinned Shayna Baszler. He runs backstage. Nijax is so happy. Okay. It's story. There the story's story moving along. Here. The story's I'm, moving I'm, along. I'm fine with it. Yep. Okay. Backstage interview with Drew McIntyre. He says, I'm going to beat you tonight, Kofi. But then he says, I respect you, but he mocks him. Yeah. Which again, makes character development. I'm yep. interested. I hope this is Drew's heel turn. I don't know. It's I not tonight, it but I'm hoping after the yeah. pay-per-view it might be. Uh, Mason T-Bar come out. Where have you guys been? Graves buries them. He's like, these guys, huh, too worried about looking like Dungeons and Dragons and playing than, than, than actually being dragons. He's that's, now, a, that's a knock on Mace and also their face paint. But yes, 
listen, if you, this is exactly what killed the Ascension. Burial from the start, you can't. If yeah. this is the reset, why? why? How does it help us to say they're crap? JBL would just say, oh, this Ascension, they're just piles of garbage. How does that help anyone? Why would you do that? And, and what's the point? Is my... Is, why are we? Why are I we burying these? I wish guys? I knew. There's... Yep, Mason T Bar in a box, especially when they're going to win. Spoiler. Yep, say words, and it's Mason T Bar against Lucha House Kids. New guy says, "Look at the savagery of Mace. You can't say that. No, no, no. He said it about the black guy, Larry. No. Uh, Look at the savagery of Mace. I then I to cover it, you need to stop apologizing for this guy." Then to be safe, he says, they're both savages. Okay, but it is exactly what you said. I'm so glad that it's not offensively stupid that I'm happy. That's Mm -hmm. exactly, you're exactly right. You are accepting too many things. Okay, double slam thing, Mace Bar wins the match. No one cares. Since when is it Mace and T-Bar? It's always been T-Bar and Mace before. Yeah, let's be fair. Whatever. I guess alphabetical I, I order. You, I, I agree. Literally, not literally, but it, it, sound-wise, I would put the shorter name first. I don't like it, but that's who cares. That's nothing. Backstage, Alexa Bliss talks to a doll because she's crazy. Reginald and oh, Reginald's going to be her guest later tonight on Alexa's playground. That's fine, but she goes, "Be there, be square," and draws a rectangle. It's, that is no, great. Okay, so you're uh, you're underselling it. It's okay if you say they be there, be square, and you put your fingers up and you draw and you don't get it right. But the 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 you know, WWE the animated a rectangle. They animate it so you can look at it and you're like, oh yeah, that's a rectangle. You could have redone that. That was real simple. But the problem right, is, even if she gets it wrong, draw a square. The problem is, this is grade school stuff, and neither Alexa Bliss nor anyone at WWE understands this. Seamus she comes out. The rectangle. I could, but draw a square. I'm good. Superimpose a square. Okay, that's what I say too. Seamus comes out. He says he can't wait to go. He cannot wait to go back on the road to defend his title in every city. Sure, you've never defended your title. He says Ricochet and Dale Gas aren't real men. Wait, what does that mean? So he says I'm not going to face him in a handicap match, but I will beat both guys back to back. And I'll send him back to catering. Wow. So Ricochet comes out. It's Seamus against Ricochet. But when Dale Gass comes out, that's a distraction. So Ricochet pins Seamus. Oh, my God. Okay. That's fine. We go to break. We come back. Seamus versus Dale Gass. Dale Gass knocks Seamus's face off his face. Oh, yeah. He broke his nose, I think. Seamus's nose. Bad. Bleeds everywhere. He's a bloody mess. Ricochet distraction. Oh my God. Dale Gas pins Seamus too. There are two Which, number one contenders now. It's okay. This is a mid card title. I'm fine with it. I didn't say it was bad. Yeah. No, I'm just saying this is kind of how you write something that's yeah. going to keep me interested, sort of, yep. in the mid card title. So far, Raw has done wrestling writing, I think. Yep. They're doing, they're doing okay. Eva Marie, new promo where she says she needed to leave and find herself, but now she's back to finish what she started, but she's in a wrestling ring wrestling, and she also wants to be a voice for the WWE superstars. So 
she's going to be a wrestler manager? I don't know what this is. I don't is. know what's going on. I don't know. We'll see. I think that now they think she's their answer to Jade, even though they would never admit that they would they need an answer to anything from AEW, but you know what I mean. Naomi and Lana come out, and new guy calls Naomi and Lana, all right, the superstars. Does he think that's their name? He said it like he thought that was their name, like they're glowing because they're stars. I'm serious. But guess what? He uses literally correct, so he's okay in my book. That's what I'm saying. That sold me on the whole night. He said, he said, he said they literally light up the room when they come in. Yeah, yeah they do. They do. Said, Look at that. They do. You know, because if, if you'd said they light up the room, you would think that was just being, you know, you were being, you know, facetious. But yep. no, it is an actual fact. So you use the Look word literally here. Amazing. Naomi and Lana against the sunglasses twins that can't figure out what they are, Mandy and Dana. Um, Natalia and Tamina on commentary. And who knew that Tamina would be the less of the problem on commentary? Who knew? Oh, they're both problems. Well, Tamina is at least saying the truth. Natalia is, well, it's the truth, but she shouldn't say it. She's rude. And she says, she points at Tamina and goes, took her 10 years to win that gold. Why would you say that? I don't know. And is that really right? That's, yeah. But that's rude. Um... New guy says, beautiful kick out. First of all, no. And second of all, would he say that about the guys? Nope. Just like when Verk was like, oh my God, man, and Dana, ah, drooling. Don't be another Corey Graves, please. What the last thing I need is for Smith and Graves to both be drooling over the women. Please, yeah. no. It would be like King and Graves. We don't need that. Anyway, double team move, Mandy and Dana win. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what the play-by-play guys calls it? A beautiful, beautiful maneuver and pin. Again, would he say that about the guys? Don't use the word beautiful just in the one women's match. Please don't do that. And you know what? Somebody will probably tell him that, and next time he'll stop. I hope you're right. I want to give him a chance, but I'm just pointing out what he said. Okay, Byron. Oh, my God. Again, here we go. Byron buries Cedric the Alexander and said last week when Cedric talked, it felt like a 20-minute diatribe, which is true. And we at home think that, but you don't say that because then he's dead in the water. Why would you do it? You tell me where we're going here with these two. Okay, let's find out. Shelton versus Cedric part wrestle forever. Thumb to the eye, Cedric wins again in a 20-second match, and he screams and screams and screams a lot again. Why? So where are we going from here? This is I don't not know. Not I want to go anywhere, but... I don't know. I have no idea. Backstage, Elias and Riker exist. And Riker and Elias is like, have you ever been to... You, you, you're not with me. Don't, you're not on the same page as me. What's wrong with you? Have you ever been to battle? And Riker goes, have you ever been to battle? And Riker's having PTSD because it's Memorial Day and he was in the Which service. Which is a great thing to do on Memorial Day. Yep. Really good. Excuse me. That's great. Remind everyone. Yes. It's all bombs and guns and they're bombs and they're guns. They're the still bombs fighting. bombs and the guns. Yes. So... AJ and Omos go out to the ring. Backstage interview with Kofi. Guess what he says? Copy paste. Drew, I respect you, but then I mock you. <sighs> okay. But Kofi's promo was really good. 
Yeah. What Listen, just yeah? I'm going into going for into, Kofi it, and a scripted promo. This was good. But but for WWE going into the main event where that meant something and I couldn't pick the winner. That's pretty good. Okay. Tag title match, AJ and Omos against Elias and Riker. Graves says, this is a rare opportunity to see Omos compete in a match. He's the tag champs. He has to... Okay, whatever. Elias leaves Riker to die. But why? I don't... Well, we'll find out. So this Omos... This is a tag team title match, remember? And remember the last time this happened, Mandy and Dana saw that Nia was too reckless and they went, nope. They said, nope, not worth it. And they left because they thought, I don't want to get hurt, so I'd rather not win the titles. That is what they did. They don't deserve to ever have a title shot, and now they somehow do have one. This is disgusting. Elias leaving is stupid. Also, Omos, of course, kills Riker. Phenomenal forum. AJ retains. And the new guy needs to learn the words because he keeps saying that he's defending AJ Styles defending the title. Yes, technically that's correct, but he retained it. In the match, you're defending it. At the end, you retain it. He keeps saying that after the match, when you win, you defended it. And again, that is technically correct, but that is not the term you use in wrestling. So that's all. I'm just pointing this out. These are things he needs to like look at, and I'm hoping he gets them right. So first day on the job. For the first day, I think he got a lot of stuff right. So, Well, he didn't talk much to get stuff right, though, Larry. That's what I need him to do. Mm. Backstage, Reginald's walking. Nia says, Alexa Bliss is weird, so you got to be careful. And Reginald says, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, boy. Alexa's with Lily backstage. Backstage, also, Elias is hiding and says... Riker has become unhinged, so he wasn't running. Now, the commentators speculated that he was running from Omos, but no, he yeah. was running for his life. But he also, he says, Riker has become unhinged. He said, last week when I needed Riker's help, he wasn't there for me. He he ran away. So, yes, Larry, it is an unstable PTSD storyline where Riker, Elias says, Riker the thought of being on the road with Riker makes me sick. Yeah. He thinks he's too dangerous to be in a car with. Oh my God. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Wow. Okay. I don't want this story no matter where it goes. Alexis Playground with guest Reginald. Uh, Alexis Playground sucks, by the way. But this segment was really good. Uh, Lily, well, it is only a swing set. That's a pretty crappy. It's really bad. Um, Lily asks. Reginald the question and Alexa's waiting for the answer and she's like, oh, I forgot nobody else can hear Lily but me. So that was funny. Um, Shayna comes in and she she's like breaks into the set and kills Reginald and yeah, takes his seat on the swing. Right there. That, that was that was really good. She really laid him out. Yep. Reginald I like that a lot. Um, Alexa says, Lily doesn't like you, Shayna. And Shayna says, Alexa, you know what? You're becoming a big problem for me. Costing me matches. So this is we're establishing, we're we're finally admitting that Shayna knows that it's Alexa Bliss and her stupid magic that's doing this. She's not an idiot. And Shayna says, We're gonna take care of this next week. So I don't know if that's a match or a segment. I don't know what it is, but she calls Lily a stupid 
stupid doll. And that tells me two things, two possible things and maybe both. One, she's trying to get to Alexa and mess with her, which I wouldn't do if she has magic powers. And two, Shayna might be afraid of that doll. That's why she said that. I think Shayna did a great job this is, here. And for how serious Shayna is, now. this was really well done. And I hate these Alexa Bliss magic segments. I hate them so much. And this one actually worked because this is, again, furthering the story. Yeah, that's the perfect point. The The reason I am not pooping on Raw all night tonight is because, you know, the commentator's gone. But also because... Raw has not given me, I don't care what happens on Raw. Yep. They've never given me, I want to know what happens next. Tonight was full of a lot of, I want to know what happens next. Yep. And that's a major point of wrestling. So I can't poop on Raw completely. Nope, not at all. Um, Viking Raiders are backstage and they tell Mansoor how to be on the road and do stuff. What? How do they know how to do anything? They're never on TV. They teach him how to yell and he yells better than they do. Yeah. Um, and- and who was it earlier in the night said something about sending somebody back to catering? And tonight we see so many people who only exist in catering. Yep. Yep. Or main event. Ali comes in and he's like, I'm living on main event and catering. And he tells Mansoor, don't trust anyone. And Mansoor says, doesn't that include you? And he's like, you got it. See? So that's smart. Wow. So we just. What are we wait, doing? Wait. Are we doing things here? This is weird. Yeah. So, but we're focusing on Mansoor after we had him take that lost three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Um, remember Shanky and right. Gender and guys? Remember them? What happened to them? I don't know. They died. Uh, split screen Drew and Kofi get ready for the main event. And now Lashley and the ladies are backstage. And MVP reminds us they are banned from ringside. So they're going to just stay backstage and party. So the new day come out and it's time for the main event. Uh, winner faces Lashley in a cell. Kofi versus Drew. Oh my God! Kofi gets thrown backward over the barricade into some light board Did he thing. Hit that with his side, and what it looked that? like it looked like he broke his tailbone and his leg. I don't even know what happened. I think he died, but he's in the ring after the break and he's fighting and everything's fine. Um, everything with new guy, like I said before, everything with with Cole is oh kicks at two. Everything with new guy is he's out. He's out before three. He's out at two. So, but out to me means he's out. Like he's out. He's, he's oh, out. He's, he's, he's sleeping. So you shouldn't say that. But anyway, um, oh my God, spinning future shock DDT by Drew is terrifying. That looks so good. Drew's been yeah. pulling off like these crazy moves lately, like Michinoku drivers and things. This, this uh, DDT was incredible. Trouble in Paradise barely to Drew. You're like, oh my God, is this real? Drew grabs the bottom rope. Kofi comes off the top. By the way, before Kofi climbs to the top, I said, is there any way to do a super claymore? Kofi climbs to the top, comes down, and eats a super claymore off the top rope. It's an amazing finish. Good. Drew wins the match. Great Good match. Like really end. great match. Uh, Drew will face Lashley in a cell, I think. Or he's just going to face him. No, listen. If it's just a one-on-one match, we've gone totally backwards with this feud. It has to be in a cell, right? I Unless we're doing a double turn, which we just saw Lashley with That's ladies. That's a good point. You never so. know. Um, Kofi shakes Drew's hand, so it looks like we're not doing any turns tonight. And Lashley and MVP come out. there, stare down. Wow, Raw. Thanks for, for once not wasting my time. Hey, 
You know I want to complain about Raw. Every it, week, because it usually sucks. But this, this furthered was the stories. Best Raw for months. This was yes. Because did they even did they rip if I up didn't the love the story? I saw a story. And yes. we went through Raws where there wasn't one story on the whole show. Yep. So it's no. kind of crazy, I would say. Do you have an email about Raw? I bet I do. I have one about WWE. Is that the one? Uh I don't think so. Do I not Mine says Raw it? still stinks. You have one that says WWE? Yeah, but I think it's old. Uh, oh, I don't have one. I don't have Raw still stinks. I'll read it. This one's from like a that. different a different Joe N. It really is. <laughs> um, hi, Smart Wrestling Fan Team. I never emailed you before, but I saw a tweet oh. that reminded me of Walking Whiteboard, and I even read it with Joe's voice in my head, so I felt hi, compelled Joe. to share it. Also... I haven't been watching any wrestling lately because my DVR broke and I'm awaiting a new one. For some reason, I turned on Raw. I was greeted with Miz and Morrison interviewing Charlotte, then Rhea, and eventually Nikki Cross. Before that segment, I handed my wife the remote. It was Oh, before it was over, I handed my wife the remote and walked away to do something else. I'll keep listening to you instead. Thank you. Okay, here's the, he's, we're going to finish the show with this this walking whiteboard-like thing yes. from... from um, from Twitter. Here it is. Vince, you are my role model, and I have been watching you since I was in my mother's stomach. But for me, can you bring back CM Punk? No Goldbergs. Please try. But if he wants a lot of money, don't do it. Just one more time, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> what? I love how he, like he's giving him an out. He's like, yes. well, hey, hey. It's too much money. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. That was a happy way to end the show in a funny way. But wow, what yes. a good week okay, in wrestling. Listen, we complain a lot. I'm not complaining about this week in wrestling. Even Raw, I'm not complaining. No, nope, can't complain. Must not complain. But seriously, good good for everybody this week. Uh, we're so happy. Um, but I believe after three and a half hours plus, that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan and there become a patron and uh help support the watch show the pay- and watch the and watch the pay-per-view and watch watch uh, the good stuff that we told you to watch this week okay thanks for listening we appreciate it until next time bye everybody <laughs>